Hello, and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, episode 117. Oh! I'm Chris, and joining me today are... Ames. Caitlin. Jake. Carl. Yay! Ah, Carl! Carl's here. Welcome Carl's back, Carl. Carl's Thank been you. here before. Thanks for having me. Today, we will be covering The Inner Light oh. and both parts of Time's Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you, we Ames. are <laughs> finishing up season five, starting season six. And off to a shit start, if I'm And our, and our uh, best ofs are going to be this uh, yeah. episode. I wrote mine ahead of time, You're fellas. You're so cool. No... In the inner light, often considered the best episode of TNG ever, so far, I Captain agree. Picard gets shot in the face by a probe, and it makes it him think he's Cayman, a scientist on the world of Catan in the village of Resic. We cut periodically back to the Enterprise crew, being like, "What's going on with the captain?" And when they like try to disconnect him, he nearly kaputs it and things like that. You know, it's really we didn't need to keep seeing that, but we did. He lives a great long life. Yeah. In Resic. And, and it's great. Then, you know, at the end, the people come to him and they're like, please tell our story. And uh, it's, This has been an interactive time capsule. We love you. Pretty much. And it's, you know... To it's, create your own adventure life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know... It's, it's just life. <laughs> he very, you know, at first he's all kind of like, I am Captain Picard. What is all this? But then, you know, we do a time skip and he's like, I guess this is actually my life. And I do live here. He, you know, slowly realizes the planet is dying like three or four different ways. And he doesn't hate kids. I know, it's weird. It's so bizarre. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the whole thing, really. Uh, he learns to play the flute. It's a good episode. It's, it's beautiful. I love it. You know, it. easy to Solid. describe, though. Very good. True. Time's Arrow, meanwhile. Ugh. No, Time's Arrow can be described really, really easily. Garbage. That's true. <laughs> so, some scientists... <laughs> Sorry, Jake, I think I stole your, your review. <laughs> some scientists find Data's head in a cave. And instead of telling the Enterprise ahead of time, they're all like... Ahead of time? They're very rude. I wish that had been on purpose. Were they Vulcans? I seriously. You know, they they could have. It was great how that was the last thing that they showed them in the cave. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because they wanted them to face it head on, Chris. Hey! I feel like, Jake, you've moaned about this before about how, like, so often in Star Trek, it's like, sir, come to the bridge, please. Like, just tell me what's going on. Yeah. So, anyway, they're like, oh, fuck. Data's head has apparently been in this cave since 18... 93. There we go. Was it really? Yes. And they're like, we gotta figure this out. Why did this happen? And they're like, oh, there's some very unique kind of radiation in this cave, and somehow this leads them to this shitty... Little abandoned world where, like... You know, time shit. Time shit is Wasn't happening. It, it was, you know, what it was. It was um, chemtrails. Yeah, that's what it was. Chemtrails. <laughs> and Data's Son like, of a bitch. The government oh, did God. it. And they're like, okay, we think we can get someone to phase in with them. And everyone, meanwhile, is being very, you know, panicky. Like, don't let Data hurt himself. Oh, yeah. And everybody's already talking about Data like he's dead, and he notices it, and it's. And Data, Sad. honestly, it's weird, seems like kind of excited by the prospect that he's going to die. It's because it makes him more like a human. I know, That was an interesting conversation, but we'll get to that. But, yeah. uh, so, you know, of course, the only person with a sensitive enough doohickey is Data, so he face shifts. <laughs> yeah, who saw that coming? He's like, describing really? to them what's happening, and then, oh no, something happens, and Mr. Data has some fucking Marty McFly adventures in San Francisco, Mr. 1893. Mr. Data's wild ride. 
with he, some famous friends yeah, he, for no fucking reason. He, gets, he wins a vest off a Gul Dukat and mm. a hat <laughs> off of a Native American. And he keeps them for the rest of his time in Frisco on his uh, coat rack, which More I enjoyed. More importantly, he wins all the money. He wins all and the money. And gets his communicator He back. buys himself some sweet clothes. Eventually, the rest of the crew follow him back. Even Picard goes, because Guinan's all like, you should probably go on this away mission. Wink. And Picard's like, this is weird. Because, of course, turns out Guinan was chilling out on Earth in 1893, hosting Santa with uh, Mark Twain, who's there. <laughs> Um, well, she was acting his ass off. Who? Mark, Mark Twain? Twain. Oh. Seemed, I feel like that might have been what Mark Twain did, though. <laughs> overdoing <laughs> it in public. <laughs> time was. <laughs> so, what's happening is these aliens with the time shift apparently need, like, human energies to survive. Neuro energy. Yes. There so is go, no substitute. Yes. So they go back in time during, like, epidemics and plagues and shit. Makes so you it, wonder it just... how many people really died from the Black Plague and how mm. much of it was just... Or these, sorry, the Black these, Death. These Black aliens, yeah. yeah. They stop yeah. them. They go... <laughs> They go back to the present. They're able to fix Data because they put his 500-year-old head back on his body, which accidentally jumps forward. The fucking fresh head. They left. They left the fresh head there. No, but they They had had the opportunity to. No, because then let's not get into that. We're gonna be here all day. Paradox. Uh, Guys, the whole fucking episode was like a grandfather paradox and a grandmother paradox and your fucking fifth cousin paradox. Every kind of paradox. paradox, Dinah is her own aunt. Yes. So anyway, (laughs) I'm my own grandfather. (laughs) Short version: Everybody winds up back in their appropriate time. Data is not actually. Dead. But with the wrong But head. remember when you missed the part where he invented rock and roll by playing Johnny B. Good in school <laughs> dance. And then was like, you guys just aren't ready for it yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good thing Chuck Berry's cousin was there. Yeah. Ten, ten women fainted. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, Time's Arrow. It's like a really weird Doctor Who. It's a really weird way to... Cliffhang a season. But we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, dude, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, you're right. I'll get to that's, that. That's later. Because I, I have reasons. Uh, I actually yeah. know there, there is some backstory to that. But uh, Inner Light is a much, much better Is the backstory like a writer's strike? Well, you want well, you want it now? No, or no, you want no it I'm later? just asking. Am I right? Is no, it a writer's strike? It okay, is not great. That's all I wanted to know. So, uh, Inner Light. Inner Light is perfect. It's super. It's perfect episode. It's not perfect. You know what's not perfect? I got the one thing that's not perfect. What is it? Mm. The fuck did they leave him on the fucking floor of the bridge? That's true. I did mm. think of that. Fucking just th- teleport I him. I don't think they wanted a movement. I think yeah. they were afraid that he... Cause they he was... weren't sure what exactly... I know. And I came up with the same explanation myself. Because I thought that the too. real reason they did it was because just... they wanted everybody on the bridge to be near him. There was no reason for it. I it just wanted to see that, that medical lounger that we brought out once, I think in the enemy, to drag somebody over to, to sick bay with. But mm. no, we didn't Or they could have again. just brought in a cot... Anything. Yeah. I just sure. think that it was a little. I, anyway, that's my only comparison. That's, that's a small, very small. I nitpick. have two little nitpicks that oh. we can get onto. Yeah, you're right. Let's just get the nitpicks. Lavishing out. praise. <laughs> One, it does seem a little weird that this society, whose technological level was very vague as it was, but didn't seem too too advanced, could build this thing. Well, we never saw the big city. That's true. The they big were city that that ambassador, not ambassador, the, like that. Uh, administrator, yeah, the, the, administrator. The, the climate yeah, but they were like just starting to go out into space. So. Yeah, but they'd yeah. already he'd already learned that their son was going to Nova like years before and was keeping it from people. So I'm sure they, Still, they had more than they let that people know seems about. Like quite yeah, the, the government deal. always has something that the civvies don't know about. And uh, I, I feel like, like LSD. The episode did slightly over egg the 
the planet is doomed thing? Because at first it was like, oh, it's a drought. It's like, all right, so the droughts killed them. Oh, wait, the soil's dead. Wait, so there's a drought and the soil. Oh, God, the sun went nova. Hold on a minute. Oh, God, our ozone layer is gone. Wait, what just happened? Which one killed them? Well, they're all, they're all cause and effects of each other, really. Well, I yeah, think yeah, I was whole, gonna say yeah, I figured the, the soil was, that, was bad because there was no water. No, I think yeah. what I, I think what was going on was that the sun was heating up mm-hmm. in, in oh. anticipation of blowing up. So oh, that it, it started as a drought as all the water was being evaporated. Well, yeah, and, and, then, like, first, and then the soil died off. The yeah, bacteria because died because off. Of and the it's sun. important to stretch before you do any major athletics. So does, naturally, right. before you go supernova, you want to do some you know some leg leg stretches. Yeah, because well, you know it's like at the end. Yeah, by the end, the shoulders. Yeah, gotta get they couldn't go outside without protection on because yeah. the sun was so Sick bright hats. they would have just burnt up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that detail a lot. Well, it also, that felt very like, I remember when I was a kid in the 90s and mm-hmm. there were all those ads about how we're not gonna have an ozone one day and yes. I remember this specifically there was this one on Nickelodeon mm-hmm. where it was like, hi, I'm from 2004 five or something like that. I'm gonna go out and play now and the kid has to get into like a hazmat suit <laughs> and he goes out in a hazmat uh-huh. suit with a basketball so I'm sure that was I've about the ozone layer and not thing. nuclear yeah. winter. Like this is, this is exactly yeah. You know one one thing this this made me very nostalgic for the time when people just didn't want to deal with global warming instead of actively Last week? Uh, instead of actively pretending it was like a hoax by oh, China yeah, or okay. something. You know, yeah. they, they had the respect to not pretend it was a hoax from China. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, mm. but yes, um, nitpicking. Anyone else have nitpicks? I don't think... What else? Well, I think what we just debunked your nitpicks. So That's I don't true. Think you you well, didn't even um, have a valid nitpick. I, I, don't have a, I don't have a nitpick, but I'm, I'm sort of curious what people thought about Resic Society a bit. Because it, it was really... I, I thought it was really neat how much they could build with so little. Like, it's basically... It looked to me like a... Kind of like a Los Angeles apartment with an mm. unusually dirt floor, like a like an apartment <laughs> complex. Mm. But I, I sort of... I, I, I wish that they had sort of done a little bit more alien stuff. Like, not, not like, far-out alien, but, I, like, if, if TNG had had a writer like Ursula Le Guin or something on the writing staff, like someone from the social... Mm. social a, little, a little bit more world-building. Yeah, a little bit more world-building. It's building. basically, like, any any... Small village. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I noticed that uh, the lamps that they all have around. I have the same lamp in, in the hall over there. Like all, all of the lights. All oh, the lighting the, um... on, in Resic. Oh, I didn't. It's all, from like, IKEA. It's all the Home Depot special. Nice. <laughs> uh, that must be parallel planet development. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I prefer that to fucking. Uh... Bread and circuses. Yes. <laughs> Is that the one with the? Jesus? Yes. Okay. Well, the mm. one with the Jesus. That Jesus. Yeah, like overall, it's I, I liked like it. Song. I just don't know what to say beyond wow, this had some good acting. It had it had great acting. The makeup of the old age makeup was way better than any. Oh, other I have time to say, when it. the administrator was yeah. old, he yeah. was, it was like old Biff. Yeah, I was about oh, to say no. that he was a little. T- it was kind of in order. It was like Stewart's was the best, mm-hmm. then the wife. Mm-hmm. Then the administrator, like you said, Fuck, Jake, a little to, old. I Biff. need to see a picture of him because I thought he looked like somebody when he was old. Hold on a minute. Yeah, he kind of did. You're right. I just, don't I just can't remember who it was. But yes, I'm glad they seem to have improved their old age makeup yeah. skills since yeah. uh, Pulaski. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, tell, riddle, and she was already this, a, like an older woman. Ames, you probably would know this if it's true. Was the was Cayman's son... Patrick Stewart's Patrick son. Stewart's son? Yes, he was. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, neat. He was very really? cute. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like young, young Bataille. He looked exactly oh. like Patrick Stewart, so... He looked like a really shitty Fred Armisen. That's who he looked like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. That was my that was my opinion. Fred Armisen has to be in every TV show. <laughs> 
So so here's the thing, right? So the I, the idea oh, in the world of the of the simula- the simulation, say, mm-hmm. is that so? Okay, so the plant the the the, the, the Catanians, Catanians, Catarians, Cata- whatever. They're from it's Catan, Catan. Like Catan. So, so it's we, one or the other, but it's the, the board game. The, the, cat, the Catanese <laughs> would Ooh, say the Catanese. I like yeah. that. Meow. Um, mm. So their plan was that this, knowing that they're doomed, that this probe would go out, it would find a person in space, zap them, play them the, through the simulation, and then shut down and be just deactivated. Mm-hmm. And the only like other information they included about their society was a flute. Mm. That only the person that got zapped would have. That's a terrible plan to preserve your. It did seem weird they didn't also leave a hard drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, or, like, yeah. or like the Pioneer plaque. I don't fucking know. Something, something, uh, the Golden Record. I don't know. Something that's going to. Well, at least have it be replayable or something. Yeah, because you know? yeah. what if the what if they actually had disconnected Picard and that's he had true. died? Yeah, I mean, died. obviously they couldn't have like foreseen that that or would be. Or like, what happens if the probe happens to run into I don't the know Klingons? the Klingon, someone that's not gonna take its shit? The Packleds, who will be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, see, very different episode if it had zapped Worf instead. Like mm. the, the amount of luck it took for this probe to run into Jean-Luc Picard of all people is yeah. is amazing. Well, it's a funny thing about this show. Everything seems to find Jean-Luc Picard. That's true. Wild. Yes. Yeah, the thing is, like you look at you look at Picard, and he's been he's been Cayman, he's been Locutus. He has the most fucked up identity crisis oh, now yeah. of of any person on the ship. Troy will not be able to handle him in therapy. Well, and he well, she Troy, well I mean, she what do you have? I was gonna say, how'd that be different? But cool. yeah, he should have like he should have just breakdowns daily. Mm. Well, and I like all the personalities he has. I really liked, though, that they dealt with him being like, yeah, it's really hard for me now, after that 25 minutes I was asleep, Jesus fucking Christ, to remember that this is actually my life. Mm-hmm. Like, when he was back in his room and, like, kind of looking around and stuff, and I actually really liked Yeah, he's liked gonna look that. at Livingston and be like, I remember you vaguely. What do I feed? When do I feed you? <laughs> Livingston's like, like I'm your aliens. wife. These, these aliens are assholes. Because they psychologically torture yeah. somebody. Yeah. They... Try to they like they gaslight him <laughs> into thinking that no, you just had a fever dream. That whole other life, eh, you just had a fever. Oh, and you don't have any of your memories from before the fever. Oh well, I guess, weird fever. Well, we'll just you know you're here now, so let's make babies. It, it is. It certainly falls apart under analysis a bit. Um, I don't think. It I does. think <laughs> it's. Uh, I, I mean, what I like about it is like. When they when they say let's preserve our our culture, they're not like you know let's let's make a display. No no no, we're gonna make someone come out from the plant from the outer planets mm. and live with us. Yeah, because for if you look decades. at it, like we can study ancient Egypt mm-hmm. all we fucking like and be like, oh, I think this is what happened. I think this is what life was like. Yep. You're not gonna know unless you've lived it. That's true. Yeah, and but, this is what they've like, there's, done. There's a difference between they could have made a VR game. They had the technology to make a VR game that was known to the user that oh, I'm just gonna go. You know, like a holodeck program. Did they? Did they have that tech? Because you well, know what happens? That, you you what wouldn't made, have the right, right adapter for your TV. That's basically <laughs> that's the what problem. They made, right? Only to... they for, they did the whole. They had to include the psychological torture element of it. You know? Oh, it wasn't torture. He was very happy. Jake is playing devil's advocate. No, I think I do think that this that like I like everything about this episode. 
I except I don't like the, the resolution. The, I just don't like the aliens. I think they're jerks. <gasps> no, I love them so much. Like literally, the administrator, literally, what an asshole. Like Jake, Jake can attest that I was weeping during the last mm. moments of this. I was. I also started a when little... I was doing my research, yeah. and I just read the synopsis online. I cried. <laughs> now and... go, going back to sorry, to, uh, just, no, no. just one last thought. So going back to the idea of it being like the Klingons, if they ran had run into a Klingon, would the aliens in the simulation have appeared? Klingon because they all appeared mm. human. That's a good point. We guess we Maybe don't really that's know not what they, what look, they like. look like because I assume they appeared human because Picard is a human. Yeah, mm. he wasn't gonna settle into a marriage with a and, some you know, sort they, of salt they, vampire. And the, and, and, the, and the simulation well, knew enough to make Picard's son so make look, look like, like he could be Picard's son by because they just got. Picard's son to do See, it. it's funny you picked that up because I'm sitting there looking like, is this like Prince Spiner's kind of funny looking cousin? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he looked like any of them, so I... Uh. It was the nose. Yeah. Was it? uh, it's, that, it's that Stuart nose. Hmm. He did alright. And then also, like, okay, <laughs> say you get the Klingon. Does the Klingon just... Because I'm sure the Klingon isn't going to, like, come back home after the first night and be like, well, I guess, you know, I'm here now. I'm sure the Klingon would just murder everybody in mm. that town. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm and, the best iron yeah. weaver. Well, Here's was, the best iron. <laughs> I, I almost wonder a little bit if the probe uh, is kind of exacting about who it picks. It could be. Yeah. Like, that's what I kind of assume. And here's the other thing. Like, I actually, I know there was supposed, they, they were planning a sequel to this episode that got dropped. Oh, no. But don't, there, that's probably no the sequel. Don't but ever. There, there, there is a sequel comic to Uh-oh. this episode called The Outer Light. It's interesting. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard to tell <laughs> if it does the episode justice, but it's it is interesting in its concept. And I'll spoil just a little bit. I'll I'll share this on the Facebook because it is it's a nice story to read. Oh, uh, free to read? Yeah. It's oh, nice. All, all the images are online somewhere. I don't know if it's legally online, but I found it very very easily. And you didn't put it up, so who cares? Yep. Got it. Um, but yeah, spoiling it a little bit. So they come across a sleeper ship in space, and the answer is after they had sent the probe, they also found a way to send a sleeper ship into space. You know, not even knowing that someone would find the probe. And Picard says, "I have to go meet these people, and I'll leave it there, and I'll let people go read the comic on their on their own." Oh my God, I'm so excited! So, so wait, so you know what they actually look like then? They look exa- They look like the people in the thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, Star Trek does have that sort of rule where, like, yeah. aliens are just kind of like us, so yeah, people. more awkward. Yeah, yeah the one thing, but, I'm bad. Uh, I'm, well, I'm depending. depending. I, mean, I have some fucking awkward people. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad at comics. Present company excluded, of I course. had to read the comic twice because sometimes, in like, panel to panel, the art was in such a way that I couldn't tell what character was which. And it took me a while to realize, oh, that's someone we met in the previous page. I'm dumb. <laughs> So Kyle, you well, know something though? Oh yeah. Well, you know the the and I think the the TV reason though too is and the reason we like it is what it does to Picard and allows him to have the life that he never that he he gave up with. Mm. You know his his view of the home life and of kind of personal relationships is kind of dark any anyway. But it's it's kind of it's nice how we get to when he is put in the situation we find that he has ways of being useful and productive. You know he's the same Picard. You know what what's he going to do if you take away his ship? Well, he's going to find out what is bothering your planet mm. and try to fix it. Yeah, he's he's yeah. A, he's a natural leader. Yeah. yeah, and a natural explorer, and uh, that is not incompatible with uh, with having a uh, wife and kids. Mm. He um, winds up on the council. 
Well, it's interesting that he becomes like a uh, like a botanist also, like because mm. we know like as a ship's captain, he has a lot of like historical interest mm. and archaeological interest. So it's interesting to see like you know, well, when he's you know not up in the stars, he's got like more arts, but also well, it's also though the the issue affecting the planet is botanical. It seems at first, so right. it makes sense. Yeah, it's true. Mm. So of course he's gonna. Yeah, but he built a telescope and yeah. and a sextant. He had a cute little sextant. I was like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, this is a very good episode. I, um, I want that necklace. I know they sell they sell um, ver- versions of it online that mm. are all various levels of good to cheap. <laughs> I'm sure Roddenberry.com has a super overpriced they version. They do. I, mean, I, think, I, I think I've seen it. Yeah, I bet you could better get a better one on Etsy for less. I believe the actual flute was sold for yes. something like six figures. No, it was. I, I wrote this down. It is. It's unplayable. It's not uh, a playable flute because no. they they dubbed the noise in. Yeah, later. I mean, yes. Uh, the prop flute was auctioned off for forty eight thousand oh, dollars. They did not expect it to go that high. They, I think, they originally said, "Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we expect like maybe two grand or whatever." They said, and then it went for way more because they didn't realize. All oh, right, all the sentimental value. Neat. <laughs> And Carl missed this because Carl was running a little late today, but I, I played the orchestral suite of the flute song oh, to Chris and Caitlin and Jake earlier. gorgeous. That they made for that. the... It's really beautiful. 30th anniversary? That's what you said, I yeah. I think it was that. Well, yeah, that, so... That would make I'll sense. I'll share that on the Facebook Wait, too, 30th? So Wait a minute. Pretty. What year was it? 91? So... Well, 90, 30th of this oh, oh, episode of the series. Trek. Of the, yeah, oh, yeah, of the series. So, yeah, just, just looking up the inner light without any other modifiers on Etsy. I've already got three different versions of the necklace and a copy of the flute. Yeah. All of them well under... 48 grand. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> Two a, grand at most. There's there's a $33, a $55, and a $103 version of the necklace. Let's there's see. a $69 flute. Oh. <laughs> uh, Does it play? Yeah. That's a sexy... Is it a playable know. flute, though? I do not know. I know they specifically picked... It, the yes, th- and also they show you how to play Frere Jacques ah. on the, <laughs> the type of flute that you play downward instead of outward so that it wouldn't block the character's face. Does there's that make only... it a recorder style, technically? There's another name for it. I just didn't write down what it was. Gotcha. There's only one left, kids. Huh? <gasps> Let me see. I want to see. I want to see all the things. Picard likes Frere Jacques. I like shopping. He does. Yeah, it's because I, I he's like, French, yeah. you know. Well, French is a bad language. the only song that is in France. I, I do like, though, that... Yeah, I remember thinking that. It's like, oh, Frere Jacques. His wasn't even sense. gold, was it? I thought his was, like, silvery. Mm. But um, I thought that was a nice touch. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Card. Oh, yeah, I blur that. Me too. The the age progression was confusing me a little. He got younger and then old. No, I'm joking. Well, <laughs> yeah, but he, he slowly turned like, into a Larry like, David Scrooge McDuck hybrid. His wife started out looking a lot younger than him. Mm. But like then, in like in real dot time. But the, yes, uh, but then um, kind of aged up to him. Well, because she was sick, so maybe that aged her. Oh, maybe yeah. somewhat. I I kind of figured that him looking like himself at first was just. I imagine the person he was meant to be was probably younger, mm. but it's like, all right, whoever this finds, it's got to be a stretch enough. They'll start off looking like themselves regardless. Mm. That was kind of how I think, because, yeah, it seemed... I, I think I think it's confidence to a degree. Like, I think for a few years he was a crank, mm. and hmm. then he was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do with this. I'm, I want to uh, play, I want to do this nursery. role-playing game. Yeah, <laughs> and then he got, I think he, I, assume, I think he looked younger. As a result mm. of that. Mm. Then he got old again. The kids warmed down. Yeah. It was the poofiness yeah. of his hair after yeah. We, mm-hmm. yeah. when we that, came back to visit. Dark brown hair. Yeah. The yeah. final instance we see uh, looks, he just looks creepy. 
Yeah. Supposedly this was the earliest makeup call they've ever had in Star Trek for Picard, for uh, for Patrick Stewart. Uh, just, I... No, in general. The the earliest makeup call they've had for an actor was for Picard. It was a 1 a.m. makeup call. <laughs> wow. Ugh. Fucking A. That coffee. And you know, <laughs> it... it... Uh, the old age makeup was great, but like, to, for my money, like the best acting in this is just after he wakes up. Yeah, he's like, he's like looking around. Minutes, and his voice gets his voice gets quiet. Yeah, and he looks and at Crusher and realizes, "Yeah, you're Beverly. Cool. I remember that one." And he's like, "Don't know loose. you." <laughs> yeah, Doctor Crusher, and he scowls a bit, kind of like he used to do more in season one. Mm. Like when he was he was kind of mad at everybody, ah! and then all the time, especially the fucking children. <laughs> okay, he's like, oh god, the boy's not here, is he? Yeah, is that the academy genre? <laughs> oh, that's right, good. Yeah, but does he like? Kids are we now? are we plowing? No. <laughs> um, no, I don't think. I think. Jean-Luc Picard maybe would be more willing to have his own kids now. But no, he doesn't like kids. He's one of those people who would only yeah. ever like his own children. Well, yeah, I was going to say so that's... that. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed to like, um, what's his name? Uh... His nephew. Oh. Rene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Blood. He'll he'll that's, tolerate yeah. blood, and that's about it. Like, like, Klingons do. Plus, he knows, you know, Rene was kind of should maybe be in Starfleet, so. Yeah. yeah. It's like, all right. And he's like, you have to live with your dad. Yeah, you know what would really piss off your dad is if you joined Starfleet. <laughs> Let me just work on this relationship yeah. a little. Just and, keep... and even on Catan, he's like, you know, his his son wants to quit the Academy and it's like going to be a big deal. And his his daughter is a scientist and, she, and he's like, ah, I can get into this. Mm-hmm. It's always like he is always the, uh, he, he relates to the wayward child to a degree. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if there's one lament that I would have is that unlike, well, even to an extent with Best of Both Worlds, he has this major life-changing experience, Mm. essentially living out an entire lifetime and will never have any side effects never any it does does it ever come yeah. up wait a minute i feel like it comes Doesn't up in a future flute come up on i mean sometimes. we might see the flute but, again but, but he did have side effects from the best of both well worlds. i know he had one there was like one episode and then every now and again they touch on it and then but yeah but also like Hugh... first contact well sure we haven't gotten yet but, well um, i know but i'm saying that it's it, not it, like it, he never does yeah it, it, it plays I, a huge role in that film it comes that's up why i said that's why i said to an extent that's true Best of both worlds. But you're missing my point. My point is that this episode doesn't have any long-term consequences. Apparently there's I'll, I'll a non-canonical s- comic we can read. That's true. And I'll have to see in future episodes because I feel like it gets referenced at some point, but I might be making this up. It totally gets referenced. It is such a hard thing to r- wrap your mind around. Yeah. Really. Maybe they just memory wipe them. They pulled a Pulaski maneuver, <laughs> stuffed them full of crumpets, and then memory wipe Because like, it, like, like from, from just an emotional standpoint, I mean, he's lost... Two children, mm-hmm. a grandchild, a wife. His friend Bataille. His friend Bataille. He's oh. just like. And a whole planet! A and, whole and like planet. everybody he's ever known, he's lost all of them. Yeah. And that's never like that's like he's he's got to have like a punch card at at, uh, at ten forward to talk with uh, Guinan. Guinan. That's why he and Guinan are such good friends. I, I will true. say though, he's probably like, "Wow, this is intense." And then the first time he gets to use his future bathroom again, he's like. Oh yeah, this is nice. Okay, I'm good. This is way better than oh, wait a the hole that I had to dig in my backyard. We have, we have, we have holodecks. I'm gonna go play some Dixon Hill. Woo! No, we have holodecks. I could just program Resic into a holodrive. Or oh, that. I guess. That'd be so nice. That'd be really yeah. cute. Kinda I wonder dark. if they couldn't, like, Ooh, you know, dark. get the, yeah, uh, you know, study the, the the computer and the probe and like get the program out of it somehow. Mm. They should. 
I mean, it, it comes back, I guess, to the technology of the world again, which yeah. is like, yeah. they, they seem to have enough that they can do this technologically advanced thing, but I, I'm not even sure that they know that there's intelligent life out there. No, that's they don't true. It's kind of a aliens. kind of a wing and a there prayer kind like, of thing. Yeah, it could be like, all right, we can we can do this one really cruel thing. Mm. It's all we can do. That's true because Picard asks, "What planet am I on?" Mm-hmm. And and wifey Aline like looks at him like, "You're fucking crazy." I'm gonna get the doctor. <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, Aline." <laughs> <laughs> Although again, this does bring up that that thing I feel like we've mentioned before: how on Star Trek, all alien races have a unique name for their planet. Whereas, like, in reality, all the homeworld names would probably translate to Earth, Earth planet. or home. Yeah. yeah. Soil. Yeah. Home soil. Not our planet. Fine. Well, that's not quite true, all right? Because our planet, we don't call other planets Earth. But what I mean is, like, we named our planet as a species before we understood the concept of a planet. Sure. So it's like, where, where are we from? Well, this is just Earth, you know? Or, yeah. Now, you feel like that's what most species would do. Is yeah, like, but maybe know. the word for... Earth in the ones I think are weird are the ones where it's like, yeah, we live on shit, shit show four. Yeah, that's yeah, like, in two or like, why would you? You would you definitely wouldn't self self name your planet with its number. Yeah, no, that's idiotic. Yeah, that's true. Unless it was some sort of like, you know, what it is. It's if they had a normal name at one point, but then some nerd wound up in charge of the government. It's like now, now we're blah blah. You know, like if, if fucking Trekkies wound up taking over the world, we'd become Soul Three. You that's know, true. Oh God, that's, that's true. That's true. Someday. We're, I we're all with it. we're all Terrans. Yeah, I would be alright with it too. Now, why do we think so? When, Spock when, with a mustache. When they tracked no, the beer. probe Two back bits. to its source, they knew the name of the planet was Catan. Even though it has been uninhabited for over a thousand years, they did. I thought. I mean, I know they called it the something system, but I don't they remember. They said Catan. Oh, they did. I they missed did. that. Yeah, and they also said this is an unmapped planet. Yeah, it's an unmapped planet. Well, what happened to the life? Oh, it's dead for a thousand years. I mean, my only. You know a lot about this unmapped. I mean, <laughs> I think they might. They might be able to tell that the that the sun had gone nova. My my yeah. best rationalization for why they knew the name of the planet is that there were. It was like in other database, like the the Vulcans may have known. I wonder That's if true. the probe just filled that in in Picard because Picard, no, Picard wouldn't have known what what the name of it was. Never mind, because no. he had never seen it before. Hmm. Yeah. So that's a bit a bit unexplained. Vulcans. Mm. Yeah. Just yeah. go with Vulcans. The, yeah. The Vulcans. They had made. They had pulled a carbon creek there once, and uh, <laughs> no, you know, they actually showed their tits behind a sheet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there were two. Oh my. You're going like, to like that episode, Caitlin. Two Katanian. I already do. There were two Katanian probes. The first one encountered the Vulcans. But because the Vulcans never tell anyone anything, anything. Uh, they just added it to their database of like, oh, here's a planet. Boom. <laughs> there we go. Well, when they say unmapped, though, do they mean like literally they don't have it in the map of the known universe? No, no, they or they knew, mean like they nobody's what, ever gone down no, to they've it? No, they haven't charted the system. They haven't explored it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I of course, this they is... knew there was a system and they knew that the star had gone Nova, but I don't think they knew... Finer points. Yeah. Because there was no reason to go. It was a well, dead I was going to say, because they don't go to dead systems. They go to live systems. So but they that might they go can now. Snag them and make them come and live with the Federation and sell them their shit. You know what it is? They actually they sped by it and found it was a mostly dead but not quite dead enough system during oh, the Genesis, Genesis Project. Yeah, yeah during. There we go. Does it have to be completely lifeless? We found the flute. <laughs> <laughs> we found all this really old soup. <laughs> <laughs> so it's much delicious. Soup. Did they, I, did, I meant to keep that. an eye out and I forgot Ames. Did he finish his soup? They didn't show the inside the bowl again, but he ate a lot he of it. He did eat a lot scene. of it, yeah. Oh, hi. Because I'm thinking, oh, there's, there's soup. Oh, God, Blick Black? That crock pot she had, the handles on that thing. 
Did you see those? No, I didn't know oh, the handles. Like this big, like, looked like it was like a, an animal horn or something. Oh, oh, I missed that. Cover reminded me almost of like um, like a big dim sum mm. steamer. Yeah. Yeah. But the handle, like, the handles are where it got me because they were like I didn't notice them. I, I completely missed them. I admit that I didn't pay that much attention, unfortunately. Oh, I noticed. I thought it was I a nice touch during the uh, naming ceremony. I noticed big time. Sorry. For the sun where like, is it sort of a nice sign that things really are just kind of rough? Is like their, their food tables just like vegetable chunks? Like, look, we're not doing anything fancy. Mm-hmm. This isn't fancy times. This we're we're doing the best we can. This isn't fancy times. Yeah, they can't fucking like, grow anything. Exactly. No, but I thought it was also nice like if you're trying to show, to if detail. you're trying to create a, a, a simulation to teach people in space about your society, would you really show like the worst time of your of your civilization, like when it was dying out and when people were getting burnt up by the sun? Yeah, you know, like, well, it explains what happened. People were to starving, them. Yeah, and you write what you know, and that's what they knew. I guess yeah. I would have put like. You know, I'm sure if humanity did the same thing, you it would be—it would be like the, would, the simulation would be like punching Hitler in the face repeatedly. <laughs> well, see, that's the, that's uh, would we though? Because I mean, there might have been fine people on both sides, Jay. That you know tells you it's... a lot about the society, because like, hey, look, we died, but we actually like died with a modicum of self-respect. Like, it creates more empathy with their people. If we're also assuming that they're was... telling us the truth. I mean, I choose to believe them. Because I feel like if Earth, if we knew we were dying here, it would just be constant riots, murder, orgies, like... Whoever wrote the simulation, whoever created the program, really didn't care for the administrator. Like... Mm. You know, it I, was probably like the administrator's wife. He seemed wife. like a tool. Nice. Well, the, he seemed like he was going to... We came to the same conclusion two years ago. He seemed well, like This is what I think an old person sounds like. Thank so you, we'll Fred like Armisen. <laughs> I, I was expecting him to be way more of a pill than he was. Well, because he only shows up twice. But, but he, he was, looked like he was really going to like cause trouble for but Picard. He, but he didn't, you know? But he seems just, like he would, right? I yeah, mean, but then he didn't, which I thought was Well, he also nice. blew Picard off for like 30 years. Yeah. Probably better off. Well, that's, that's because... They were both old men by the time he was finally like, yeah, you're right. That's because their society never did the thing Picard was suggesting, so they mm. couldn't do it in the simulation. Mm. Oh, he's he was like the, 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 the agent. He was like Agent Smith. Yeah, yeah. He was making sure that things went, went the way mm. the program needed them to go. Mm. His name is Administrator. That's yeah. right. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, oh, I like this. I like mm. this level. There we go. If you if you get, it's like the artificial, like the mountains in the video game. Yeah. When you get to them, you the just stop box, walking. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's the invisible wall. Yeah. There you go. I oh, like it. that is good. I like that. I do. Like uh, that. I'm also gonna say we should probably move on to Times Arrow pretty soon. Right, yeah. Any that. final thoughts on this one, though? Just that loved I loved it. It's it very yeah. good. Yeah. Like so, I mean, I, that's the thing. It's a really good, lot of good acting. I just they won a Hugo for dramatic presentation, oh, which. Good. And I'm surprised. It didn't. I, I people are shocked that Picard didn't get an Emmy for this. People are like hmm. pissed. Who's pissed? People. Star Trek doesn't get Emmys. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna no, say that's because it's a fucking they get Star Emmys, Trek they get entertainment for makeup, and that's sci-fi usually it. show. They're yeah, no, I mean they're yeah, no. There's just any kind of awards group. Come on, LA, has this. LA Law was on at this time. ER yeah. probably just started. But these, up. but these, these sort of quote unquote serious awards people like. The best you give a genre thing is a technical award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious if that changes. We we will find out soon whether Black Panther is nominated for an Oscar. Uh, That's this true. Year. It should be, and I hope it is. A lot of buzz. 
But yes, uh, Time's, Time's Arrow. Arrow. So am I the mm. only one yes. who enjoyed himself? I hate you so much. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, you're not Mark Twain. I hate Mark Twain so Like, are you surprised I like this one? Have we met? Uh, I mean, you no, like silly, surprising at things. All. Exactly. So. I was like, oh man, Evan Ains is going to hate this, this is one. Very, it is very Doctor Who of Star it, it is. It, it is does sort of feel that way. The most Doctor Who Star do. Trek well, has actually, ever been. Who did we meet in Doctor Who? We don't meet Mark Twain in Doctor Who. We meet uh, Dickens. That's who I was thinking There was Dickens. There, oh, there was... Okay, though. There was Good one... Deep Dickens. One moment where I was like, stop it! <laughs> where to Twain or to... The episode. Jack was London. Jack yes! London? Yeah. Jack... No, you already have Mark Twain. You uh-huh. didn't need bellhop Jack London. Was he actually Fuck that much you. of a cretin? I hope not. I only... I've read uh, Call of the Wild and White Fang and I didn't... I assume he wasn't a Cretan, but apparently he was a Cretan. You know, aside from the bellhop being Jack London, which fucking... And the way he fucking says his name, like, you know, I, I happen yeah. to know... Jack I London! Know. I happen to know, he's like, All oh, right, yeah, Bond, yeah. James Bond, You're fuck you. You're just gonna name drop yourself. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there, and he's talking to me, you know, I just wanted to go to, you know, Alaska, I'm like, oh, no, they said his name... Motherfucker, is he Jack London? So I got it like a split second before the dumb little fuck said it. Yeah, I that pissed me off. Aside from that, I had fun. I recognized it, but I couldn't remember what he had written. But now that you said White Fang, that's I think the film I that was the book I was thinking he might have written. What was the other one though? Call of the Wild. Call the Wild. There's a bunch of there's a ton of others. Yeah, those are the two I've read because there's puppies in them. But yeah, yeah, I wanted to look. I I very much enjoyed that for the remainder of his time in the hotel. Data did keep the vest and the bowler. On his, uh, oh, they looked fucking silly on him. They oh, he, but he looked wonderful. I loved his. Well, he his, looks his, wonderful. Well, yes, but once I once he was in his, proper clothing, I liked his clothes. I thought his costumes were very nice. Yeah, I mean the costumes episode. were really good. I know this uh, part two specifically won Emmys for costumes and hairstyling because they got everybody in costumes by yeah. then, and they all I, looked good. I am a Frenchman. It's the new. I am an android. <laughs> They and also called him we an come, albino, which I thought, I was like, Rear. We come yeah. from France. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wonder if that was supposed to be kind of a... No, if you didn't know what an android was, you might think he was albino. Yeah, I mean, I could see that's, that. It was just such a, a weird point. thing. Like, I'm an... There's an albino. Oh. I love people like, oh, yeah, yeah. When it was, hey, I'm a Frenchman, and nobody went, where's your accent? <laughs> Wait a minute. Frenchmen do look like people, though. <laughs> no, guys, remember, French is a dead language. But, no, not in 1993. No, yeah, no, it was. Nobody had any idea what a French No, no, Gal Ducat spoke French, Adam. Mm-hmm. But he was a man of the world. That's true. You know, there's a lot of interesting stuff in this two-parter. What's frustrating about it is, like, it contains three or four things which could have been good in their own episode. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, if you find Data's head, that's interesting. Yeah. You if you find, find, you find a species that, you know, lives a little bit shifted and feeds on human life, yeah, that's interesting. X-Files. Yeah. And, you know... Uh, and then right, ab- right about, I remember the moment when I realized that this wasn't going to work for me. And it was when Data said this. What was the source of your jocular reaction? That was I'm a like, bit much. I- I'm that sorry, was a bit I- first season Data. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aren't, aren't, I, aren't I supposed to be worried that he's going to die? What, what happened with that? <laughs> and, um, but, and then even like, even like San Francisco, you know, you, you could imagine a... a Good show where the the cast goes back to set in time to San Francisco to figure out what uh, happened. You know, maybe they could even base a movie off it. You know, just <laughs> throw it out there. Um, well, originally they said um, originally Pillar wanted the time that they go back to to be 1990s. Oh, cool! And they said we we did that. We did that already. Knock it off. Pick another era. <laughs> well, we'll do it, dumbass we, on. We you. will do it in Voyager. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they did. Yeah, well, we, we need to wait for Sarah Silverman to get big. Also, yeah. we're not going to go to San Francisco that time because, eh, we'll just shoot out in the backyard. San Francisco <laughs> really is just the hill valley of Star Trek. All this important <laughs> shit happens there. Yeah. Lone Pine Mall. Starfleet Academy. Really, um, yeah. and when they picked, when they picked uh, 1890s, I don't know why they picked it. There were a couple other eras that they were thinking of. 1960s, 1930s, whatever. They picked 1890s. Because the guy they got could only do a Mark Twain Here's impression. Here's the thing. The guy had never done a Mark Twain before. Huh. But yeah. after he did a Mark Twain, he liked doing Mark Twain so much that he created a one-man show and toured the company, like being Mark Twain. Nice. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. How did it go? Considering I thought he was awful, Yeah. I don't know how well that went. I mean, he looked like Mark Twain. Yeah, I, I think he look. looked like a Muppet. Caitlin, you, you, <laughs> you put it best for no. What did I? Oh, I said uh, that I thought he was the Mark, the Richard Nixon of Mark Twain's. Like, I'm sure that that's not exactly. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't feel like I really think Mark Twain sounded exactly like that, but it is like that's the impression. That's a stereotype. That's, that's yeah. That's the impression that I expected like, yeah. him to sound like. To sound like, like a cartoon character. Yeah, basically. I joked to Jake that he sounded like when Jake goes into nerd voice. A little. But <laughs> if, if, you know, it would be if his southern, if his southern gentleman and his nerd voice had a baby. Do you know what it was to me, too? Actually, it's kind of like when a normal human tries to do like an impression of Toad. How you can only, but how you can only do it loudly. Yeah. Because he never had an inside voice. He was always like, that Mr. Dane is up to something. It's just kind of like you can't be like... It's totally like, <laughs> like there's no other way to do it. So he was just shouty Tom Chris Mark Twain. Gonna, Chris is gonna listen to this in headphones later. Oh Jesus, I'm so sorry. Now, now I'm just trying to picture a Mark Twain. Actually, there was a toad with a big mustache. Yeah, the once, Chancellor, I think. Or uh, there was definitely one in Mario RPG. Yeah, there's definitely a toad with a big mustache. All right, all right. Here's the thing about Mark Twain in this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. It didn't have to be Mark fucking Twain. No, it yes. didn't. It could have been just did not. a guy. It because as better. Mark Twain, he had no fucking motivation to follow these people around. The whole time, I'm like, why is Mark Twain... Every time... Jake can say, every time Mark Twain entered the room, I'm like, why are you here? Why are you fucking here? <laughs> Go away. Because he's shrewd and fancies himself smarter than everybody. They didn't even need an extra... The only reason they needed an extra character was so that, you know, they could send Picard back later, which, yeah. Was, yeah. which was even a stupid plot device to get rid of him. Because that didn't have to be. I don't know which came first, getting rid of Mark Twain or having Mark Twain here in the first fucking place. Mm. (laughs) I do kind of wonder, though, like who the historical celebrity guest would have been had they gone with a different era. Ugh. Do you know? Do you have insight into that? I have no insight. Well, you said you knew the other eras, right? (laughs) (laughs) What were the other eras they were in? (laughs) Oh my god, you feel Chris. That's the worst combination ever. I missed it. What did he say? Vanilla Ice and Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, the, the obvious data. choice is MC Hammer. <laughs> wow. Here's what Chris has got to do one day: is just compile all of his ridiculous <laughs>, laughs into one long stream and then burn it. Vanilla <laughs> <laughs> Ice. Oh Jesus! Uh, uh, oh, I feel like if they'd done the '60s, they would have been assholes and gone all meta, and it would have been like Gene Roddenberry or uh, Leonard Nimoy or William Shatner, Jeffrey Hunter. Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey Hunter was dead by now. But like, if, well, yeah, if, I mean, if it was vanilla, either way, it would have been someone playing a younger version, so it couldn't have been. Mm. To be fair, though, if they had made it Vanilla Ice, at least the reason why he was going and following them around would be because he had no career and nothing fucking better to do. Mm, true. <laughs> 
It's yeah, much I, more easily explained yeah, than Yeah, I feel Mark like Wayne. his flash in the pan moment had already happened by then. Although I think, isn't he like a professional house flipper now? Uh, yeah. Like, I think he, you know, he, he just lives his life. He yeah, he actually is doing fairly well for himself as a house flipper. Well, that's Could good. Could do work. Could do work, mm. really. You know, but flipper should, is always meant to be in the water, so. <laughs> oh, that could, he could have been the guest who was in the 60s. Flipper? Flipper. Yeah, Flipper was huge. <laughs> Faster than lightning. I, I feel like this happens a lot whenever Star Trek tries to have special guests, like thoughtful people. And like it never quite works 100%. You know, the only way uh, this sort of felt like some kind of uh, assignment Earth situation mm. where like where like oh, the God. CW was started starting a backdoor pilot for like Mark Twain, paranormal <laughs> investigator. Yeah. Uh, I would watch that. Yeah, I'd yeah. watch yeah. It's it's if not they had bad. a different actor. Well, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, well it's the CW, so he'd be like 23 young and hot. hot. Ooh, I would watch that. <laughs> young <laughs> Mark Twain he, before yeah. Oh, that's great. Can he be played young by Jensen Ackles? Ma- young Mark Twain before he's a writer. When he's like a riverboat mm-hmm. dude, so he's going to different towns every week, and every week, copyright uh, and Carl, probably, I guess. And he probably has <laughs> but his shirt I get off some of the money. Oh, Ooh, there we'll we go. Yeah. yeah, no, young hot Mark Twain fighting ghosts. Long, I would watch as that. Long, as long as they don't end the, end the whole series with a, I think I'll become a writer. Oh, you know the guy. Remember they the name, Mark, Mark Twain. Twain. Mark that thing would have to be called Clemens because yeah. before he's Mark Twain. It's like Smallville. I, yeah. I wonder if Mark Twain is a trademark or something. Because there's a moment where they say, oh, I'm not Mark Twain. I'm Samuel Clements. Well, but, we uh, were sort of oh, saying yeah. maybe it was just his nom de plume and he yeah, didn't really want to go by it in yeah, life. I, th- I think that's true. Like some 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 authors will like answer to their pen name. But I don't know enough about the real Mark Twain. I don't know if I'm like in real life. He was like, look, when you see me in person, I'm Sam Clements. Jesus. Little Tom. Um, I'm Bruce so Wayne. So off the subject of Mark Twain is... Yes. um. Anything else? So please. I one thing that's always <laughs> kind of bugged me about this episode is is this they never pay her her rent. No, they, no he, he asks Twain to sell No, no, I, I know, I know. Go on, Jake. Uh, I'm sorry. Is this the reason why Guinan and Picard are so tight? Yeah, I kind of assume. It doesn't like I. I because think he I, hung out with her in a cave. For I think a little I while. missed the significance of why it was such a big deal. Was it that he stayed? If he hadn't stayed with her, would she have died? I guess. Yeah, no, she was she, she was uh, struggling. But then again, if he hadn't come back in the first place, she wouldn't have even been there. Uh, I think they could have written better why he needed to go back. Yeah, yeah. that was a little just like... And, and it's such a disappointment, in my opinion, for the character of Guinan. Yeah, because absolutely. Because here's what we know now about Guinan. Species long, killed long by the Lord. Yep. We've got... She is very persuasive. It's established in this episode. Mm-hmm. Doesn't rec- like Q. She recognizes Yar in another timeline. Recognizes Yar. Species sense that goes beyond linear time. And we learn in this episode, finally, that she has issues with her dad. And it's like, <laughs> you, you have... You can't... I realize they want to keep it like mysterious, but like if if they're if her bond with Picard is so great, we should see that. Mm. Like we should watch them hang out, you know. Yeah, not just in I, a cave. Yeah, I wonder a little bit because, as we've mentioned, this is a two-parter, and the reason it's a two-parter is because momentum for DS Nine was building, mm-hmm. and, uh. and and TNG wanted to make sure people knew that TNG wasn't going away, going going to go away imminently. Mm. So they're like, oh, if we end on a cliffhanger, they'll know we're definitely coming back. Hmm. I don't know. That didn't work. With, that didn't work. Well, with they, well, yeah, but they were in the news. Oh, they yeah. knew that they knew DS Nine was coming, and they wanted to make sure TNG stayed in the news as well. Also, I'm so, pretty sure DS Nine premieres in the middle of season six. It, it does. Appears, it's like a January. It premiere. does, but they also yeah. they they started filming the the premiere. 
during part two of Time Zero. Gotcha. Wait, so does this mean but, we're losing Worf on TNG No, no, we're losing no. O'Brien. Oh, Kaka, well, that's fine. that's fine. Bye. So I wonder, because it was a two-parter, going back to the two-parter thing, of I wonder if they didn't realize how to fucking end the episode between the break. They did not. They never I, do. I will say, while I really enjoyed this one, this definitely suffered from... Like, as far as the, the three, like, season-spanning finales we've had, the one where the part two felt to be about the same level as the part one was probably Redemption. Uh, Redemption. Yes, I, I agree. Because, you know, as we talked Ooh, but, about... But Sila. Yeah. But, but they, it's still better but they than... they finished the episode. Yeah, yes. that's true. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, this and Best of Both Worlds sort of had this issue of, like... What do we do now? Yeah, exactly. Like I they, it, like I will say again, I still overall enjoy them as a unit. I think it's hysterical and ridiculous and dumb in ways that I adore. Mm-hmm. But I will but say this, bad taste. the second half, it's like, <laughs> we don't get to see how the others managed to fit themselves into 1893. Yeah, no. We're just, yeah. they they did it, all right? Reco- uh, Riker was a cop randomly? Yeah. Where there, did we get yeah. that from? There had to be a cut scene where they he, like, uh, beat people up and yeah. their clothes. I did read that they had to cut for time and budget and whatever yeah, else. Sure. A whole lot of what they were doing themselves, because mm. apparently Picard was supposed to be running a cafe. Huh. And there would have been like a small story there, but they oh, cut all fun. that. Well, then he could have paid his rent. What would have been great is if there was a scene... Where they had, um, I don't know how he got the cat. Then. Where Picard and Riker were like, okay, we'll go off and we'll find some Target. clothes. So they steal some off of some clotheslines. <laughs> and then a policeman walks up and is like, well. Where do you think you're going and with then those they beat clothes? up the policeman and steal his clothes. Yeah. I will say yep, there yep, was yep. definitely moments of, um, City on Edge Forever. And forever there, like with Data. But bad. Doing his best to <laughs> yeah. make future crap out of past Yeah, things. it did look a lot like the thing Spock, that Spock Spock what's it? Maybe it yeah. was. Maybe it was like literally the same problem. But yeah, so we didn't have exactly how they settled into 1893. They just were there. Yep. There was like clearly a plot thread that was dropped with like, oh, we found the cave, but it's in like the middle of this military base. Oh, never mind, we're in. Wait, yeah. what? what? Yeah, it was. For, yeah. for a two-parter, everything seemed rushed. Yeah. And I think it's because they crammed so much into it. It's like, okay, we gotta get Jack London in. We gotta get Mark Twain in. We gotta get Guinan in. We gotta get these life-sucking aliens and how they, they dress up as kinky nurses. Also, we genocide them at but the like, end. But we like, do. I wrote that. But like, that. the aliens that dress up in period clothing to steal human life... That is literally every Doctor Who episode, right? Dude, it felt very adipose, actually. Mm. It's very Doctor Who, also very Sailor Moon. Yeah. <laughs> we need their energy! Yeah, no, that's true. Especially, uh, like, <laughs> Queen Beryl and company yeah, in the beginning Monsters there. always disguising themselves as humans. They need that pure human yeah. energy. That's what we needed. 1890s Sailor Moon could have saved the day. Oh there my go. god, that would have been amazing. Why is that not a thing? It was definitely it was definitely overstuffed, mm. and yet I mean like good they also <laughs> and yet I mean Mrs. Carmichael you know not not to take anything away from oh yeah from Mrs. Midsummer Carmichael Night's Dream. but like that is literally the last thing Picard says like make sure you settle this bill with Mrs. Carmichael not you know take care of guy sure, yeah. and pay my bill <laughs> yeah like what why did we need that oh and because, don't tell you know, anybody what we what you've seen <laughs> why did why did we really need like. They were about to ki- to kill themselves by not phasing the photons right. Well, but he didn't like, know that. Right? Yeah, and like the, the the iron filing thing is is clever, I guess. But like, there's also a thing where like you know they find the head and then they go back and then they go forward and when they go forward, the rest of the body is there. Yeah, but they didn't find the body in the the first episode. 
No, they brought and his body back. You know, his the, yeah, his body made it. That was his, the same body. Basically, okay. it got cut off the by cave. the um, it got cut off by the, the explosion. No, um, one. I think I think it, it was when, like yeah, it was so like going through the time the por- door. When right? the portal opened up, it opened up on Data, right. and oh, the bottom part you. of him went through the portal, and the top part of him stayed in eighteen. Oh, I get it now. I get it now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that uh, makes sense. Because <laughs> he was because he was fighting with the alien. Yeah, yeah and their yeah. magic snake king. Yeah, snake king. Yeah, yeah like, what I the like, fuck, Jafar? I liked the creature. Mm-hmm. The creature was kind of cool. Yeah, mm. the creature was cool, and it but was I felt like sorry for it. It was like good yeah. early '90s CGI. Like they were just about to start. Yeah, the they were getting. Yeah, it was starting to get better. But yeah, that, so they genocided that species, though. They did. They, and the thing like, is, like, just, like that's it. Picard was talking with the the nurse shaped one yeah. for a little while, being like. Can we come to another arrangement? And then she vanishes basically. I said, like, I bet they could have come no, up with another. No, she said no. She was like, no. Yeah, but yeah. she's she also has you know a horse in this race where she likes eating people. <laughs> well, hmm. that that, that I will say did bother me though. It's like, oh, so that's it. The, the it solution been, is no, genocide. Didn't bother me. There <laughs> were people been, mosquitoes. I'm yeah, good. but it would. I feel like it would have been a more Picardy solution and a more Star Trek solution if instead of that, instead of destroying their whole people they had found another solution like yeah. true blood yeah but that and that would have required its own episode mm. is the thing like, yeah and we yeah. don't ever well, want to if we this cut, again if we cut twain entirely yeah. then oh, we can man, do that yeah. and i'd be fine yeah i just think it's sort of lazy writing all around sort of lazily paced it felt like fanfic cool stuff. Yeah. and the the big example of that last time i was here was for uh uh, Data's girlfriend episode. Oh, oh uh, God! In theory, in theory, yeah. And both that episode and this one have the following exchange: Captain Picard is in peril. Riker goes, "O'Brien, get him out of here!" Boom, blow up. Uh, O'Brien, have you got him? And then you hear on the inter- intercom, "Yes, you've got me, number one. Close <laughs> shave." Exact same exchange. Was it really? Yeah, that's funny. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. that. I didn't notice this time. I was like, "Wow, way to reference Cole Meany without having to pay him." Yeah, yep. yeah. They do that. I I think they do that when they're low on money. Yeah. I think he they was also an ensign that wasn't he was there also, too at the end. He was also leaving for DS9 at the time. Sure. True. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, he does, I think, pop up in, a, in one or two more episodes next season, but yeah, uh, he's pretty does much... Does Keiko come too? I... I don't remember if we see any more Keiko on the show. We see tons of Keiko on DS9, so God, no in. wonder, no wonder all Star Trek fans hate DS9. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true at all. I think it's it's very it's, it's fairly black and white, and people either say DS9 is the best one, or people are like DS9's yeah. garbage. The people the people oh, yeah. who say that DS9 are gar- is garbage are the people who didn't watch it all the way through when it first was on, or they watched the first couple seasons yeah. and tuned out because it was boring. Yeah, the first two yeah. seasons. People that have watched all of DS9 do not say DS9 is bad. Uh, yeah, I I was, I think I was uh, 12 when Deep Space Nine premiered, and it was, like, I did not get it as a kid. I didn't yeah, watch it. Yeah, it wasn't, it's it's not it was an adventure, like... TNG. Yeah. Yeah. The characters are all. I'm, I'm going to say this. All the characters are better than most other tracks I'd say. Huh, no, the, the characters. Sorry. The characters the are characters really, are way well. better than the TNG. The, the Especially the women. The characters on DS9 are actual characters. Yeah. yeah. The characters on TNG are like people that work in an office. Then they don't really have much else. We learn a few things. I was reading a thing. I think it was might have been Renee Ekavara that said that writing for DS9 was so much easier than writing for TNG because with DS9 you can put any of these two characters in a conversation and know exactly how they will interact because 
they all have they're all fully realized characters whereas with TNG it's like oh I don't really know how Jordy yeah. interacts with with Crusher <laughs> because they're just people like the only reason they're in the scene together is to exchange information to further the plot yeah. okay I'm so I'm glad people because I was kind of wondering because again like I said before this one I've seen the least of and like overall I've enjoyed the show but I felt like the characters are kind of lagging yeah, no, and I was like is it just Dana's me? Dana's the best one and yeah. every, every every other one Picard's got is Picard, pretty, yeah. Yeah. pretty well, round no no Patrick Stewart makes makes Picard True. who he is though yeah, on paper Patrick Stewart is bland and Worf I feel like we know a lot about Worf well, at this we, point that's because they spent the most time on Worf they spent a lot of time on Worf but but yeah, once, just, once we got rid of but Picard. Jordy Crusher yeah. Troy Riker really kind of get shafted yeah. in, in it's the reassuring story. to know though that I'm not just missing something yeah. can you it's... imagine the other universe where we got more Yar and never got to know Worf <laughs> and how fucking lame that would have been she would have wound up on Deep Space Nine ooh that'd be interesting actually actually it would be I'm actually I'm interested to see how the rest of season six is gonna go because I know like because DS9 was happening at the same time for a lot of it like a lot of the writers either went to DS9 or mm. split their time between TNG and DS9 mm. so it became like a constantly juggling the balls in well, the air well that's why I think the oh, first no. couple seasons of DS9 are a little weak. NYT and does TNG go downhill and from TNG here? Also, well, yeah, we're, yeah, we've TNG, now passed the best of the TNG. We've we definitely right? passed the best, but there's still well, some great, was there's, today, some, so. there's some good stuff. But that was season five. That's true. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think it ever collapses in terms of quality, but it definitely does get like I, I could feel sort of as we started Times Era Part Two in season six. Like I kind of I felt like I felt the show got worse a little bit. Yeah, I think the average uh, goes down. Very sad. There's still some really great episodes coming up. Some really memorable episodes and some trash. And there's some a real lot of trash coming up. <laughs> Good. So. But it's still we like, have a lot of fun talking about the trash. We do. We, we do. I think we enjoy Will the trash. Will it be episodes. fun trash? Like is it key? some of it is. I have terrible yeah, taste. Is it, as is we it weary it, trash so. or is it like <laughs> or is it like Time Zero? Bonk bonk on the head. Oh <laughs> god. Bonk on the head. Fucking kid. A fucking kid, dude. Was that this show? No, it no, was, that was TOS, TOS, right? Okay, for a second I was like, oh fuck, wait. No, that's um, right. I forgot anyway, myself. I was going to say one other thing, but now I kind of forgot what oh, it was. Oh, fuck, I'm sorry. It's How okay. many times in my notes did I write, why is Mark Twain here? Oh, <laughs> that's um, a great question. Go ahead, Jake. Yes. Uh, so going back to the crew that joins them in the, or, you know, goes back to the 1890s. Yeah. How fucking absurd is it that it's basically everyone who's important on the ship yeah except for Worf because they didn't Worf, like think about this Worf is actually in command of the ship while they're in well that's a bad call and and if where's LaSalle and if they don't come back which is entirely possible Worf is the captain until they get a new captain because he's the highest ranking officer left that's kind of funny. He's not even a lieutenant commander. Yeah. I, I thought He's it was just a lieutenant. Really, kind of like lame. Like, oh, really? You didn't, you didn't want to have to put Worf in a funny hat in the 1890s, you pricks? Oh, no. My friend's ears got and caught like, in a rice other than, other than, like, my friend's head got <laughs> trampled by a horse. Have you ever seen Home Alone? You know that part with the with the, <laughs> with, the, with what the <laughs> iron? Oh, it was like that. Like, why did Troy have to go on this? journey. Because I, she could sense the terror of the people. Well, yeah, actually, her sensing the people was very important. In the cave, yeah. but once they were in yeah, the Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they should have left her home after that. She didn't do anything. Jordy didn't do anything after they went back, other than use his visor to see some shit. Yeah. And then, they, like, have to awkwardly take it off. Yeah. P.S. Did oh, he God, leave the, the little blinking bits on? 
He, he wore glasses, so yeah. Oh, okay. He, he, had he, glasses he, wore, on. he wore some blind man glasses on. The, I he just thought it was not to be blind. blind oh, weird. he was. Because you know he was. He, there was a scene where oh, he was reading the book upside down. He did a blind joke, which was horrifying. What was the blind joke? He was reading the book upside down. And like <laughs> Troy or no. Crusher, whoever's next to him, flipped it for him. I was like, did this really just happen? So yeah, that and Jack London. It was I straight done out of freaking uh, Men in Tights. Yeah, seriously. Hey, Blinken. Hey, Blinken. Yeah, that I could have done without as well. That name, uh, Jack London. Aside from that, though, I, I had fun. Even with the weaker second half. And I just, I really still don't buy that this is, like, because you remember, Guinan makes it a big deal how yeah. close she and Picard are. Yeah. She says, in one episode, she's like, what we I don't have, have go- many friends. What we have and... goes beyond friendship, beyond family. He spent, yeah. He's hung around me in a cave when I was when I had a boo-boo. And then, <laughs> well, I mean, and then like, another time she goes, and she, like, and, I, and she says, like, Oh, I like bald men because a bald man was very kind to me when I was when I was hurt. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I like, presume the them actually becoming close happens later, but it's like for whatever reason, the reason she ends up, you know, it could be that she's st- like we don't we still don't know exactly how they met from his perspective. That's true, and also hmm. so the like, genocide hasn't happened yet because yeah, she's talking no. about her dad. Yeah. So maybe, but. Picard, like, you know, but the reason she worked with him in the first place presumably has to do with the fact, like, oh, it's that guy from Frisco. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still like, you know, it's not the reason their friendship is as tight, but it is the reason Well, I'm guessing at this point she makes it such that, like, I feel like she feels like she must have some kind of a life debt to him. Maybe, And that's why she seeks him out. Yeah, in the future. I remember I was recently re-listening to our Best of Both Worlds episode, and you made a comment saying, because Guinan's talking with um, Riker about, you know, how to handle things without Picard here, and you said something like, well, Guinan knows how this is going to shake out. Is what is what you meant by that? Her being like, well, he's come, he comes back. Oh yeah, she knows. She knows the so, time zero happens. Has to happen. That, yeah. that he will be. That he is alive to be in San Francisco. In all right. All right. That's what I. That's what I figured. Now that I. Now that I have the yeah. context. Yeah. So they, the writers obviously didn't know that at the time. Yeah. But, but we, we now can retcon that. It, it, it's it's that like, she knew uh, that he would survive. It's like how Arthur Dent knows he's fine until he goes to Stevromula Beta. But this whole whole thing rem- remains like from an, that's. I think that's all a good point. But from an artistic standpoint, like we 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 now know. You know, Guinan is not on the show. T- that often she doesn't have a good schedule and and we wasted her time on this episode like i think literally half of her job was to be an exposition machine carl now you're gonna be mad about this i used to just uh, not like it and now i'm like pissed i mean we could have had so we could have had three great episodes from Mm. these things yeah she looked good in that costume very good and she has the card she and Stuart, great chemistry. I'd watch them read the phone. Yeah, book I think that was there. that was the highlight of these episodes. Was I'd, I'd, them together. Well, the, obviously, yeah. Let's <laughs> make sure. She, she had two. There were two purposes in this episode for her. One of them was to involve Sam Clemens yep. into the events, and yeah. the other one was to off-screen solve the Presidio problem. Yes, <laughs> she's very persuasive. Yeah. <laughs> and what did what did Data even mean by that? Like, what? How? She. She. Sweet talk the guards at the Presidio, yeah. or who knows? <laughs> she used her feminine like, lines. Really, like, she showed them a Did boob? she then Whoa. have that? Just one like, Because we know the that nobody one. has oh, gone into one. that. Everyone's got one good one. That's true. Um, I can into check. that tunnel 
for 500 years after that. So did, like, Guinan go and seal it up or something? I mean, so the thing is, it looked like even in 1890, there was definitely some, like, cobwebs and shit. Like, I think it was already a tunnel they were done with, but like, is the thing. No one's been in there in but 500 like, that's the years? Thing. 500 years is a long time for no one to be like, oh, I wonder what's in that tunnel over there. I know, there. kids play in shit Somebody all the time. Somebody had to have, like, hid it behind a boulder. Aliens? Or, or like, yeah. built a building on top of it or something. Yeah. yeah. Could have been a cave-in or so. Isn't there a... There's, like, a... They did an earthquake joke uh as well yeah they kept talking about earthquake will never hit san francisco we haven't had an earthquake in 30 years they're like did an earthquake hit like right after like 1906 1906 i thought yeah that's right 1906 that's like 15 years after this but no but it's a it's a whopper but they, yeah, it literally destroyed the city. I mean, yeah, I but that light bulb will be done by then. I guess you could see i guess you could say that that's a good thing that like a good reason that maybe the earthquake Sealed off, yeah. Thing. And so after 1906, no one had gone in there again. California, like just the tectonic plates of California, have always struck me as as chaotic. Like you know, to live in a place where earthquakes live, I guess it's just a normal thing. But like yeah. from time to time, the earth will shake. Just uh, mm. just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, people think that about people who live in places like this where there's blizzards. Sure. Maybe, mm. uh, but fuck that. Fuck earthquakes. Maybe, <laughs> like cholera, we will find out that earthquakes are caused by aliens. Oh, there you go. Well, it's caused by the lizards, is it? The Illuminati that rule the world secretly from the shadows. That's just fracking. Uh, it's just that. That's just true, fracking. though. But <sighs> all right. Yeah. The other thing that I actually kind of liked was was Data like living his mortality, like you know, noticing his mortality. Oh yeah, that that was actually kind of a nice touch of him saying like, you know, it's gonna suck if I have to watch. My Every friends die, die to watch Jordy die, who's my only, who's my best friend. Well, right actually, now. though, he didn't seem bothered by that. Jordy did. He was like, yeah, I figured I'd make new friends. Yeah, <laughs> and then I watched them, watch them, them die. die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's that's traumatic. I mean, he rec- he 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 recognizes it, but he doesn't seem too bothered. Yeah. I'm not angry. Yeah. Okay, I'm angry. I liked that. I, I like that. That was good. Yeah. I don't have to be an empath. Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is also the uh, the sunscreen episodes. Oh my god, yes. Because by by the, you know, by the end of Inner Light, it's like, put on your special sunscreen and... Skin sun protective, what do they call it? Something like skin protector. And then in part two of Time's Arrow, clearly uh, Marina Sirius had gone somewhere tropical over the summer. (laughs) Because holy shit, she was obviously freshly tanned. Just passing through that vortex, you saw how bright that was. It just mm. just cooked her on the way in. There. Yeah, that's actually they, where they got the idea. Betazoids have very tanning beds. How, how long were they in sunny San Francisco? True, mm. but she was in that friggin' you know collar to fucking ankle. Well, so well yeah, when we saw her, but when nobody was around, so she was sunbathing naked no, out back. I had we know no Betazoids sense of the, like of the time yeah. between. Like, what was the time between when Data goes back? In, in 1890s time, let's say. Yeah. Because he's been there long enough to have a whole wardrobe, mm-hmm. be friends with people. He drives a horse and buggy that he apparently has. Think about how many card games he must have had to have win to, won to get that many no clothes. Do card game all of them. He probably doesn't even know where to And then, shop. you know, we, our crew comes back and they have, and, you know, they have time to find clothes and find an apartment well, we know, but they but they also were planning on going so they might have dressed up before they, they jumped we no, saw they, we you know, saw they went through, through. Oh, they yeah. were in their uniforms well that's fucking dumb because they have the whole holodeck costume room they could have replicated themselves up did some they, shit did they know that they were following data back to 1982 1883 yeah, they, specifically I don't now? know I think they knew that it was a time portal I don't think they knew where it was that's true uh, like he could have he could have gone back further than the 1890s and been alive for a couple of centuries before his head came off in that mm. cave before his head came off 
Yeah, and they also only knew the approximate time that the head was yeah. in the cave. Like, yeah, they knew true. it. It was. In, they, they knew that nobody had been in the cave for five hundred years. They don't know how old the head is, though. Yeah, you know they're like dressed up for eighteen forty, and it's the eighteen nineties. It's like oh fuck! It's like that episode of Futurama where well, in a couple of ways, but that episode yeah. of Futurama where they go to the forties and uh, Leela's dressed for the late fifties, mm. and uh, Farnsworth is dressed for the like late thirties, early forties. So they're both off by like 10 years, but that's enough that they both look ridiculous that, for when they are. And also, Bender's head gets lost in the desert for a thousand years. Jordy, Still you're wearing hammer though. pants. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing, too, is like the time passage between the, in the 24th century, right? Because they're not, like, how far, how... Well, the aliens can also go back to, wait. I, I assume, whenever they want. So they could just pick a time say, oh, we're going to go back March 3rd. Next time we go back, we're going to go back October 8th. We, oh. we, don't, we don't know how, how so far it's not a linear. It's not like It's not like a minute in 1893 is a I minute don't know. in the 24th. Like, yeah, that's, that's left very vague. Hmm. Well, they, so we have no idea how long Data was there. And then we also have no idea how long Picard and crew were there. Mm-hmm. It could have been years. Well, but they decided pretty quickly at least to follow Data. So but, we know he wasn't there too long. But the end of the other side of the portal is always the same place and about the same time, it seems. Yeah, it seems. But we do know, I mean, um, when Twain comes back, he has come back early enough that, like, Picard and Guinan aren't dead. That's true. Oh, that so, is. Yeah. And also, he shouldn't be dead. And he said he showed up in the, in the middle of Market Street. And I'll tell yeah. you this. To get from Market Street to the Presidio mm-hmm. is a fucking hike. Mm. That is a, like that is like a forty-five minute run. Huh. Uh, because you're also because you. I don't think Twain runs. Yeah. So so. No, he kind of ambles. It is. It, I mean, I've walked from Market Street to the Presidio. So the Presidio is just for hell, but it's it, like, it was his time. You arrow pilgrimage. Yeah, you were doing the train walk. That's true. I was doing the train walk. Um, it's a long walk. You basically have to walk by. You walk by the double dumbass on you area. Yeah, you've got to walk yeah. through Chinatown. You have to walk. You can walk all the way around the Embarcadero, which is yeah. like. The perimeter of San Francisco. Did you stop by the bay to see the whales? Go see George. Oh. Yeah, no, that's in, have you have that's, you told uh, our listeners what you did at the Double da- Dumbass on You? Oh, intersection. I don't know if I have. Oh, wait, you actually went to the Double Dumbass. I went to the Double Dumbass okay. intersection, which it's it's right near the um, the pyramid that pyramid building. Oh yeah, the um, uh, the Trans America building. Or yes, something. the Trans America building. So it's right near there. It's like a block from there. So if you're in the San Francisco area and you want to visit the Double Dumbass on You intersection, then that's where it is. Anyway, so I stood in that intersection about where they stood in the show, and then I asked some random dude walking by. I was like, "Excuse me, sir," and uh, no, no. And, and he said, "And he said, yeah, yeah." And I said, "Would you call me a dumbass?" <laughs> and uh, did you get some tape? I, I got it. I did. Uh, did, did he like sign a waiver for you? At least it's on my Instagram. Let me oh see. Oh my god! I think it's on my Instagram. I, I tagged you in it, Caitlin. That's I think right. You saw this already. That's right. Let me see if I can Caitlin's find it. memory isn't that great. Who are you? Do I still have Instagram? <laughs> yeah, I do. No, oh, Caitlin's dude. memory is definitely. I don't, definitely know, if I, not I don't that know if I do. It didn't go quite as good as I had hoped. It's but, all the LSD. LDS. Um, Sorry, LDS. Let's see. Here, we, I think this is it. There we go. All right, hold on. It's the, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, you can see I'm, I'm right near the I'm right near the 
<laughs> right here, there's a pyramid in America. <laughs> I was I was worried you were gonna say yeah, so I got the answer. I just ran out into the street. <laughs> so I ran in front of a car. The car, the guy just happened to tell me I'm a dumbass. And then I he's not wrong. Got hit and went to the hospital immediately. I asked someone to call me a dumbass, and I got my ass handed to me. That's right. So it worked out. But anyway, point is that's a long walk for Mark Twain to do. So you, he had to have been there. <laughs> Three and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> and what, why would it put him down in Market Street? We yeah. that's, where the alien, that's where the aliens were going. Because their technology yes. wasn't exact, so... Well, it they, might have been, it's just that we didn't know. They knew there was there. a cholera victim over there, so... Yeah. <laughs> See that I, I it's got to be a budget thing because it would have been more like convenient for him to arrive in the cave production wise. Right, but then we wouldn't have had that like tense moment of like oh, because no. because they're waiting on the ship for a while and they're right. like we don't even know if he made it. So oh, I I assume that the reason why they made him like forty five minutes away <laughs> was so that they could be like oh fuck we've been waiting a while uh, what do we do now. Right, Twain okay. is still here. He won't leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it was just like a clever touch or just the fact that both the actresses were actually uncomfortable. I'm sure it wasn't a clever touch. But there were several moments where both Bev and Troy kind of like were clearly like kind of shifting the awful fucking corsets they had to wear. Uh, it's like, yeah, they wouldn't be used to that. That is true. Probably. I don't think there are any bras in the future. It's, the perfect, it's supposed to be like the perfect society, right? Yeah, they just have little like uh, anti-grab pasties they slap on the bottom. Oh, that's perfect. If it's they like want, my dream come true. If they want true. to like lift and separate. <laughs> the problem is you walk around all day and you just hear the little <laughs> coming from under your tits. Coming from under your okay, tits. Okay, so it's about five miles from pretty much anywhere on Market Street. Well, he was a heavy smoker. So... <laughs> I do appreciate, I guess, that Twain was uh, was anti-imperialist in that little weird, yeah, that weird was... two-minute on-the-nose political debate that they mm. threw. I, they yeah, just that, shouting uh, at whoever was listening. Yeah. Troy, and then, and then finally, he's like, "Well, I, I guess if they abolish poverty, we can get rid of cigarettes." And it's like, "Thank you, Mark. That's just the kind of unity we need right now <laughs> in our troubled times." Yeah. I did like that he was saying to Troy, "You know, like you think one of your replicated hoodly doos could be as and because you know a season or two ago she was like bitching about the fact that replicated chocolate isn't as good." Oh yeah. So it's like she's acting like she doesn't get you. But she gets him. Yeah. Well, of course she gets him. She's an empath. Sure. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, no, so, she is. She doesn't mention it very often, and she certainly, certainly doesn't show it very often. Uh, she certainly doesn't show it. No, sorry, that was just my Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. My yeah. impression again. I'm sorry about that. I ah, Mr. Twain. In... I expect <sighs> you to die. Wait. <laughs> Whoa. I wish Any... we could have gotten to know you more. Mm. <laughs> I should have gotten to know you way less. <laughs> Just read my books. So, uh, does anyone else have final thoughts on this one, or should we move on to the season wrap? Glad it's over. I'm done with it. Glad it's over, and uh, off to a rough start, season six. All right, well. And this probably isn't even the worst thing we'll see in season six. That's even worse. Now you get to see Scotty's bare ass. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, but he's old. Oh, that's true. We don't actually see his bare ass. I'm sorry. Oh, what the fuck? Sorry for defaming. Um, James doing wow. Yeah. The one like I know that it was a shame in season five. We didn't see any Q in season five. Yeah, no. Oh, no, we didn't. Did we? Wow. We will get some Q in season six though. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's oh, like, pretty soon. I feel like because I think I was going through what was coming up, and I think like the yeah, it's like the second yeah, actually, episode. Very quickly, there's a screen cap of Q being like, what? Yeah, he, that's right. He has a goodie coming up. 
Oh, that's yeah. well. He got bored of traveling There's with what's her name of, awfully I quick. Think huh? it might be Vash. Two Q episodes in this season. Oh, sweet. Sure. Oh, good. We'll make up for it. Except uh... anyway. But so, yeah, there's how many Borg episodes next this episode? This no, season? Uh, when is what? Descent? I don't know. Uh, it, it descends the season finale. Oh, it is? Okay, yep. then yeah. So, we're going to do the usual then. Yeah. Do we want to... We bottom like to, first. Should we let Carl go? F- yeah. Start yeah, us that's off? What, that's okay. what we've been doing. Okay, bottoms good. first okay. or tops first? Bottoms first. first. So we end on a happy note. All right. I have to give an asterisk to this since I haven't... This might be my favorite season of Next Gen. I was so reading... far, it's mine. Too. Okay. Yeah, I think so Excellent. too. There was a lot of really good stuff in here. Yeah, and it, it you know it had a lot of good character work and good interesting ideas uh, in my opinion. Uh, but I haven't watched it all. Like I haven't been watching along as an adult. <gasps> what? I'm sorry. Well, even if he was but, watching uh, along, we have a bunch of episodes that haven't gone up yet. Yeah. So I have to do this asterisk top and bottom from the point of view of an 11 year old. <laughs> nice. uh, That's cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Uh, so we'll this. probably match a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, bottom three. So the f- one where you get to see Luaxana naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be right? top three, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was a that was a very special moment for mm. an eleven year old. But uh, <laughs> Alexander's still in therapy from that moment. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, go on, Carl. Uh, okay, number three is Times Arrow Part One. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you're familiar with this one. <laughs> Uh, and I don't know Mark Twain, right? <laughs> uh, I thought of, it was Jack London. Yeah, a lot of this is just as a function of the time I I, I happened to see it. Like you know, season this aired in like June nineteen ninety one, nineteen ninety two. Did you know who uh, Jack London was at the, as a kid? I knew. I would have known that, but like after. That fall, my family went out to to Europe because my stepdad got this grant. So I was out of American television for like three months. So I saw part one, did not see part two, did not come back till January. And then I don't think I even saw part two until like, I remember watching it, flipping back and forth between it and Late Night with Conan O'Brien or something. So like, it's just, it just is sort of inessential. Like I realized later, oh yeah, I never saw the end of that. (laughs) I guess I should. Oh, and then, like, every couple of years, I, f- I forget what happened in part two. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, is that that happened? Okay. <laughs> oh, we genocided um, a people. We <laughs> genocided yeah, a people. But it does have cool imagery and some interesting things. And that, to me, puts it above Redemption Part 2. Oh. Uh, oh. Similar Zero. problems, sort of, to Time Zero, but, like, Redemption 1 is kind of all I need, I think. And it's, it's you know, again, a lot of hurried stuff. Worf is not, you know, we see a lot with Worf, but then Sela comes in. And I didn't even, I didn't, I don't think I recognized Denise Crosby at that time. So I was like, I, I, I don't get it. And then they're like, oh, con- oh, uh, my mother became the Romulan consort. And I was like, Mom, what's a consort? <laughs> and they were like, oh, where did you hear that word? <laughs> uh, so kind of a, kind of a That's mess. That's true. If you, if you didn't see a lot, because you don't see a lot of Yar, we even in season one. There's Yar. not a ton of her. So you kind of have to remember who Yar is yeah. for this episode to make any sense. Mm. And I loved yesterday's Enterprise. I mean, that was that's mm. a fantastic episode. But I just, I just didn't. Oh, yeah, actors look different when you change their hair. I didn't. <laughs> I haven't known that yet. But it does have some cool stuff, which puts it above uh, my bottom episode, The Masterpiece Society. Really? Which I, I just didn't get. Like, it was it was sort of adult stuff. Like, boring adult stuff, basically. Mm. The guy was hot. 
He I'm sure he hot. was. <laughs> I'm sure he was. <laughs> Jake? Cool. All right. Blick good good choices, I think. His um, all right, He's so my bottom, friend. I have no overlap with you. Which, None? Uh, which makes it more interesting. I really? Yeah. Awesome. So my bottom ones are in no particular order. Mm-hmm. New Ground. Mm-hmm. New Ground. New Ground made the mistake of leaving us with Alexander. <laughs> yeah, so not only was it an Alexander-heavy Alexa- Al- episode... The side plot about the new propulsion thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was that so was that stupid. Episode. Stilton, Stilton was wave. Dumb. The Stilton wave, mm. which was just like an aborted Stick to cheeses, Stilton. That, <laughs> that, should have, that should have been... Uh, it just it wasn't great. The whole episode wasn't great. All right. Uh, all right. Another, another episode which I did not enjoy was Violations. Mm, violations yep. that was the uh was that the mind rape that one? was the mind yep. rape oh, one that, that was the memory one. the memory aliens that that the guy goes raping take over See, with a teacup i considered that one but i kind of felt like the point of it was to make you feel icky and mm. it delivered on icky yeah. like yeah. i didn't think it was my favorite it wasn't it's not like on my top list but i couldn't in good faith put it in my bottom because i was like yeah <laughs> put it in my bottom because the horgon yeah mm. but because um... <laughs> jesus uh, I forgot about that. I love you, Kate. I love you, Ames. But because, like, I might not have, like, loved the episode, and I didn't, definitely didn't, like, it didn't make me feel comfortable and warm and happy, but I thought they did a good job, and, like, they knew what they were doing. So you for feel, me... You felt violated. I did, like, and they named it that. It said it had exactly what it said it would have on the tin. Violations. Yeah, I didn't dislike it. The icky, like, I'm okay with the ickiness. I'm okay with the idea of the mind rape. You're like, no, I'm cool with rape. It's just... The acting was really bad. As a device in storytelling, I'm okay with, with the concept of the mind rape that they do sure. in the episode. I just don't... I don't think it was executed particularly well. Oh, fair enough. I, and it just... It felt like... Uh, it just... I don't know. I did not enjoy watching it. Fair. So that's why it's in my bottom. Cool. <laughs> and the other one I would like to put right at my bottom <laughs> to to never think about again is imaginary fiend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a bad one. That was rough one. Uh, with the little little emotionless bitch girl <laughs> and, uh, and her bitch face and, girl and her bitch face and the other bitch and every, and all, all these bitches. all the bitches in this episode <laughs> just really did not work for me. And then the resolution, grown-ups have to dot, we don't, we're not, we lie and tell or give our children rules because because they're dangerous (laughs) and we don't want them to get hurt. And oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that voice was, but please bring it back (laughs) often. That was my Jean-Luc Picard. Oh, is that what that was? All right. It didn't sound enough like Sean Connery. I didn't recognize it. Um, all right, so that's my bottom three. Again, in no particular order. Those are just three that I felt stood below the pack. My bottom three, from from least shitty to most shitty. Disaster. Just an oh, absolute yeah. mess of too many plots. <laughs> and too children, many plots. children in elevators. Too, too many, many plots. plots. I was torn for a while. It came, you know, new ground was on there for a bit, but it had to end up being hero worship. Oh, the thing is, I didn't mind hero worship. I tested it. Hero worship, I dropped from my top, from my bottom three pretty early. Yeah, no, I, I was I considering just, it, but it. Wasn't. I didn't like the plot. Like I think you know, like Jake said during our episode, like 
They'd already done the same idea better yeah. when Worf bonded the with bonding. the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, sorry, that other one. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, with bonding. The, the bonding. That's right. And, like, yeah, I didn't like the kid. I didn't like the plot. I didn't like any of it. it didn't like Troy, like, gaslighting him and yeah. or thinking that it was, like, a totally good idea to let him live out this fantasy. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just, it sucked. And the worst for me this season, The Perfect Mate. Wow. That was some gross, gross, yeah. fucked up incel fantasy shit. For me, but... I just thought her character was stupid. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it was a was... dumb character. Yeah, terrible they episode. Did it wrong. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a change right now because I had I had the perfect mate and I've been questioning this. When I, I'm gonna take the perfect mate off and put Time Zero Part One on. <laughs> if it were to, if it were Time Zero Part Two, that one would be at the very very bottom. But that's next season. So we'll <laughs> keep an eye on that. But yeah, I want to say Time Zero Part One because there's no need for Samuel Clemens, and it's 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 fanfic. It just felt like fanfic. Like there are ways to go back in time that are great. And, and Star Trek like, rarely does and them. And then they've done it. One. And they've done it with City on the Edge of Forever. Oh yeah. And Voyage Home. And that might be it. <laughs> well, yeah, because Operation Simon Earth or whatever is fucking garbage. Yeah. Yeah. The I, one where they accidentally kidnapped that pilot isn't too bad. Oh, uh, tomorrow it, it gets was yesterday. Silly. It gets very silly, if I remember. Yeah. Because I feel like they go on a kidnapping. <laughs> they, they, randomly kid, they randomly kidnap some guards. It gets very silly. Get but anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, Lord. <laughs> they're very they're very hit or miss when they go back in time and it's usually hard miss mm. so yeah I, I had to put that on there because I'm just upset the other like giant mistake that they make in in season 5 is that they have so many children episodes there are what the fuck way too many children episodes so I just had to include imaginary friend okay because it was stupid garbage with way too many children and Alexander was back mm-hmm. speaking oh, of yeah. Alexander being back <laughs> Alexander's a little bitch too. <laughs> the, the, the very, the very worst on my list was Newground. Oh yeah, Newground. Yeah. But I'll say overall, as far as the bad ones go this season, compared with other seasons, yeah, I look at all my my rankings that I sort of sort of keep for all of my episodes. The bottoms of this season are much higher than the bottoms of any other season. Oh, absolutely. So. Hmm. Perfect Mate comes pretty close to bottom of other seasons wow. for me. Wow, it's know. really deeply upsetting for me. Like, I'm it, not that. I'm just to I'm me, just underwhelmed and disappointed. To I'm not like traumatized. Well, I'm not traumatized, but I'm just like to me, Perfect Mate is to like sex and gender what Code of Honor oh, was to, to race. race. Yeah. So first, I'm going to say that I have a honorable mention because, like, for the longest time, it was really hard for me to get to less than five in both categories. <laughs> so my uh, honorable mentions are Imaginary Friend, which was terrible, mm-hmm. and The Perfect Mate. Because mm. I didn't hate it as much as you guys did, but I hated it a good amount. And I might have left it in, except that I had to leave one particular one in for principle. So I think my least, least, least favorite was The Cost of Living, because mm. Alexander... Ah. It's just too oh, much Alexander. I that that was an that's the one with, the, oh, with naked Loaxana? I think that's a, probably about as good an episode as you could ever have with Alexander yeah, and Loaxana. Yeah, I know. Which isn't saying much. No, she was good in it. She was good in it. It would have been she way was, She was good, but it was like, It would have been way better if he wasn't in it. But exactly. there's also just so many weird, awkward shit that was and happening. The B plot was and dumb. the being naked and the B-plot was dumb. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. So, no, the, but that one I, like, flip-flopped on a lot between that one and an imaginary friend. The mm. stupid B-plot actually Which is... one are we counting as the B-plot? The <laughs> ship turning to alien poop. 
That's right. I forgot about that. Like that. I'm, I'm thinking the husband that was supposed to be Luwaxana's new. Oh yeah, that he's was kind of the C plot. He's part of the A plot. Kind That's of. true because it's sort of like Luwaxana's midlife crisis Can't again. But yeah, I, I like that one actually. If not for the shitty B plot, might have made my top list. Wow! Wow! wow. But you with Alexander? Shots fired. Alexander like takes it down many rounds. Not for me. We, I thought she was for, good enough. We forgave him for being in the episode when Kalar died mm. because Kalar was so great. That's yeah. true. Kalar was great. She was. Alexander should have died instead of Kalar. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> Yeah, I would much rather watch Worf, like, happily settle into married and getting laid a lot life yeah. than... Shame about our son. Whatever. Let's make some <laughs> <more. laughs> <laughs> And then I also chose New Ground because... Yep, yep, yep. More Alexander. Uh, Is your yeah. entire list just Alexander episodes? Yep. No. No. Oh, no, no. I was hoping. No, no. Close. No, um, but then I left on my list out of fucking principle. I left reunification on. And I kind of call it... One or two. I kind of say both. All right. Because... Cause, cause it's we a waste of Spock. Well, that's it. It's, it's a, a, a waste, waste of Spock. Of a waste of Sarek's death. Like, really? This is... Ugh. So I just felt like... I didn't even feel like the episode was like... If it weren't for Spock and Sarek being there, it would have just been, like, a kind of shitty episode. But then they, like, wasted these two great characters on this fucking trash, and I was just, like, out of principle, it has to stay on the bottom, so. Wow, that's not a sh- ton of overlap, yeah. kind of, with us. There's, we, a Mostly lot of us brought ground. unique ones to well, the table. Well, we agreed on reunification. Is, yeah. Well, yeah, there's some overlap, but not as much as, like, in years past, seasons past, yeah, no, there's been, like... You said uh, redemption. Oh, redemption. Yeah, oh. and it's unification. Oh, that's what I meant, then. I meant yeah. unification, sorry. But, but I, I respect that, Colleen, and I think, I think everyone, you know, because Leonard Nimoy's there, those episodes have a special glow, but they're not written that No, they're great, not actually they're good. they're not, like... They, they waste people, a lot people of People give stuff. it a pass because they're like, Leonard Nimoy! And there's more Sela bullshit. And... You know, it's, just, it's not well written. You have found him, Captain Picard. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Bottom. But now, let's move on to good what stuff. What did we like? All right. There's uh, a lot of good stuff this season. So much good mm-hmm. stuff. So, my memory at age 11, it appears that what I really liked was ships. <laughs> That's fair. And ships are great. Ships are great. And to a much lesser degree, characters. <laughs> uh, so Are you the same way today or the other no, the other way around? No, now I'm I'm the opposite now, actually. I like I I like the uh I like the characters, I like the the adult, you know, writing. It, it's it's fun. I still like, love the ships. The ships are still great, but like Chris the, is still eleven years yeah. old. Yeah. You know, this is the closest thing we have in America kind of to a family sci fi show. Where, like, you get something different of it when you're young and, and old. Mm. I, I, I like it a lot. But anyhow, there's a great ship in A Matter of Time, my number three uh, pick. Oh, That's yeah. the one with Rasmussen, yeah? Yeah, yeah cool. Matt, Matt Frewer. Matt Frewer generally does improve things, I find, in science fiction. And it has a... It, it's it's just an unusual ship. It's got, like, a... It's like a form of a block. And you put your hand on it and the thing disappears. And I also relate to it because I'm from the 31st century. And uh, <laughs> I was sent back here to correct a winter event as well. And to get that event, I need your all your credit card numbers. Sign me up. 
But you know, I, I like watch, seeing the ship at a bunch of different angles, and you get to see a lot of that in Disaster, num my number two choice. You got Picard climbing on the turbo lift. You got Picard being forced to work with kids. Uh, <laughs> you got Troy and, and some decent writing and like decent, you know, she has a rank in that episode. You got Ensign Rowe. She makes some bad decisions. Yeah, I was going to say, but decisions. she still looks shitty. Like, they give her power and she like doesn't know what the fuck to do. That's true. Anything, and also, anything that has Ensign Rowe is... A win. That's true. Yeah. Ensign Rowe's pretty great. Yeah. We don't see a ton more of her, no, which is a shame. No, she's pretty much done. She's too episodes. bad. I really she like Ensign Rowe. She should have taken the gig on DS9. Mm. That, that would have been awesome. I mean, although Nana like Visitor is... Yeah, as much as we like Nana Visitor... Yeah, it's anyway, a tough. It's a tough. Sorry, trade -off. sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, no, and it's I, 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 from a script point of view, it's a good idea, good example, I think, of something that is busy and has a lot of different plots, but there's kind of just enough for each one. Like it's not, it, it's not like man, they really sh sold that plot short where they have to open the cargo bay door thing. I thought that was good, but the uh, my favorite is the uh, the next phase. Oh, that's a good one with more row. With more row and Jordy doing mm -hmm. something that's good. Uh, really great. Yeah, and hanging out with a girl and not creeping with a girl. on her. <laughs> uh, not creeping on her, and it's it's just a good you know they have a problem, they have to fix the problem. A guy gets thrown through it at the door, uh, <laughs> uh, through the bulkhead. Sorry, into space. Into space. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know we get we get like we get to see what would happen if they if they died. I feel like Data they fake out Data's death a number of times on this show. Jordy mm. and and Roe, let's see let's mm. see what that's like. Yeah. And they get that scene where like they reappear in their own like funeral, which is I mean talk about Mark Twain. Hey. But I don't know, it's it's satisfying. I remember actually playing that when I used to play Star Trek with kids when I was eleven, like that kind of scenario. Okay, we can't no one can see us. Pretend uh, yeah, pretend we're in another phase. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a fun it's a fun thing for kids. It's a well written adventure yarn for adults. Kind of makes you think about what else might be going on in the spaces we inhabit. The next phase. Cool. Right. Very cool. Good, good choices, I think. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so my top, again, in no particular order, I'm going to start Conundrum. Conundrum. Oh, good one. That's the amnesia one. That's right? the amnesia one where mm -hmm. uh, we, Macduff. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Of no uh, woman born. Beware Macduff shows up and. Um, Oh yeah, I forgot that little twerp was in that episode. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, yeah. So I don't know. I like that episode a lot. Again, it's a good row episode because she bangs Riker. Nice. Um, oh yeah, that's right. I don't know. Man, it's just I don't know. again. I think that's another one for me where it's like this is a cool thing to think about. Yes, yeah. you know, it's a good story. It's it a good is, story. Yeah. And I love when Worf is like, "Well, clearly <laughs> I'm in charge. I'm the boss. Yeah, I got I've this got big sash. sash. Yeah, I got the sash. I'm like an old timey mayor. I must be the captain. I've got a sash and I've got two dicks." I have the most dicks. Also in my top are, is uh, Darmok. Yeah, uh, I love Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra fame. And again, yeah, I just think that that one, like, it might be kind of predictable that that one would, would show up in my list, but I, just, matter. I like that episode a lot. You like it, you like it. Yeah. Yeah. I do like it, so I'm including it. And speaking of also being predictable, my other top choice is the inner light. Yay! Um, I'm kind of surprised you didn't say cause and effect. I know you like. I that like. One. I do like cause and effect as well. I mean, that I had a really hard time getting it down to just three. Yeah, this mm. is a tricky. But in the end, I I thought that those were like cause and effect. I do like an awful lot. It would probably be four. Now you can't sing the song. Wait, cause and effect. Which one was That's that again? One I'm sorry. The, the time loop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Okay. With Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. <laughs> of course. What? 
You said earlier you kept forgetting which one that one was. You really just, you have a weird block about that episode. It's Kelsey Grammer. I can't know. <laughs> so before I actually give my proper top ones, I do want to say that I have to give special mention to the outcast. Because like, there's a lot of scenes that are cringy and dumb, but those two scenes that are good are so good that they almost pulled this episode into top for me. But the stuff that's bad is so goofy. But the stuff it did well, it did so well, and I just wanted to mention that. So, my number three top episode, Time's Arrow Part 1! Wow. <laughs> Yikes. I'm glad I put it on my bottom three now. <laughs> a fun romp. Data gets to talk about mortality. He steals a, a vest and a hat. And, oh, it's love, a good really. time. Yeah, no, it's great. Ugh. Fucking love Time's Arrow Part 1. <laughs> and that's legitimate. That's not just a bit. Uh, number two, Conundrum. Mm. For pretty much all the reasons Jake said. Mostly and, the banging. Well, I, yeah, I, I said mostly. I kind of forgot about the banging, to be honest. Me too, and it may, maybe would have been in my top three if I'd remembered it. <laughs> yeah, great idea. Love the execution. And number one, I Borg. Mm. Ooh. Uh, no inner light for you. you. I, yeah, inner light is good, but I uh, like those ones better. Well, Chris is off the podcast. Wow. He good started editing. <laughs> yeah, never just... mind. You're back. Ames is off the podcast. Don't ever leave uh... us. No, and that because we just quit the podcast. No, no, Ames is the producer. She can't leave. I'm the producer? Uh, you effectively you're do the, what a producer would do. You're the SM. Like, I realized that one day. You basically do everything a producer would do. What, make Caitlin show up to things? Well, you do scheduling. You know, you always, you know, keep track of shit. Do we have that thing to share that you said you would share? You're the oh, only yeah. one that knows how many uh, episodes we have in the bank at any given time <laughs> and, like, how fucked we'll be if we miss a recording. You, you have know? literally planned our scheduling through the end of Discovery Season 1. Wow. Uh, well, uh, and and at least our, well, our, our, not our schedule, but our release dates. Well, tentatively, because we might throw in. Yeah, 10 forwards will happen. Yeah, right. 10 forwards like will that. happen. But I've also got the, oh, I assume we're going to do the shorts, too. So they're in there. She's oh, added the yeah. shorts. Have you seen all the shorts yet? But that's not yet. one show. Oh, That'll be one episode. That's one yeah, that's one show. It'll be fun. We'll yeah. get there in five fucking yeah, years. We're yeah. all alive, so. <laughs> so anyway, producer's tops. All right. My tops. Why do you look at me when you say that? I also had to, like Jake, I was very close on adding cause and effect, but I did not. But I still like cause and effect. But instead of cause and effect, I opted to insert Iborg, because it's very nice. And he was Fuck you. He was adorable. <laughs> it's so cute. I just like cute. saying, fuck you. <laughs> You'll all be assimilated. Guys. Uh, <laughs> he really wants to assimilate them. No, when he talks with Resistance Locutus, it's so cute. I it love is, him. yeah. No, it's a really good episode. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice one. Also, and this is going to be predictable, you know, the rest, they're all going to be predictable at this point. Because Darmok is excellent. And, of course, we have our cats who are uh, technically named Darmok and Jalad. And only the vet knows that and spells it wrong <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know. I just never, never remember which one is which. <laughs> Me either. And the best of probably all of Star Trek and... I haven't seen all of Star Trek, but I'm fa- I'm fairly certain I'm right in saying this is the inner light. I don't know, man. You haven't seen Move Along Home yet. Oh, Ella <laughs> Moraine, count to four. Ella Moraine, then three more. The worst episode of Deep Space Nine. It's not the worst episode. It's not even that bad. It's yeah. okay. It's an okay. It's an. It's in Jake's top three. Okay. It's not oh, my top three, but it's it's it gets more it's shit. Like, it it's is, like Time Zero. Let me rephrase it. It's the worst one I remember. Yeah, there's one where war where uh, not war where Quark has to cross-dress and pretend oh. to be a woman. I, that's Wait, the worst. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's probably. Have to be naked. I, was gonna say, I was just going to say that. If he was no, a woman, I, would I he have to be naked? No, but I think specifically he's... I can't remember the whole setup to it, but he... Yes, that's he, probably worse, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. It's Yikes. real bad. 
right. Caitlin, okay. round it off. Um, so, again, honorable mention to Darmok, because that, <gasps> that was up there for me. It's not in your top? It isn't. I'm surprised. You I love know, I Darmok. I really did love Darmok. And also... What was the other one we were just talking about Iborg? a minute ago? No, no. Uh, uh, it doesn't. It'll come to me. Inner light conundrum. Not conundrum. Like, like I said, that would have been in there if I'd remembered about the banging. But cause and effect. What's that about again? <laughs> uh, no, I literally already forget. Time Kelsey down. Grammer. There we go. No. Um. So there's not really an order to this. I did include the outcast. I really loved that episode. It made me feel really heartbroken in all the right ways that I love. Mm. Yeah. The deeply melancholy person. <laughs> da, 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 da. And uh, um, I Borg mm. for some in some of the same ways, really, because it's mm. like Jordy loses his oh, his his actual friend. Yeah, it's no, it, that's just that's Data. really and then sad. He finds out Data's gonna die. Man, all of his friends are robots <laughs> <laughs> and dead. Or um, holograms. Yeah, I really I Ooh. when I was watching I Borg at first, I was like really mad at it and I was really mad at Bev and then when I started to like Hugh I was really mad at the show because I was like I knew you were going to do this to me I am a fucking I'm an easily manipulated piece of clay yes you have shaped me I agree with you it's terrible but at the same time I don't know I just liked it. I liked it a lot. That's good. And I also feel like it really brought up a lot of good discussion and a lot of interesting thought about I don't know. I liked it. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I'm like defending myself so like especially when two of us have already put yeah. it on yeah. our yeah. list. Like, I'm the asshole that put Tyne's arrow on my top. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, I mean, but we to knew explain. you were going to, though, right? right. We knew you would. Oh, um, predictably, Inner Light. Yeah, because uh, yeah. it was really, really wonderful, and I loved it. And what I loved about Inner Light was like when it first starts out, you expect that it's gonna. And I meant to say this before, so I'm glad I get to see it and say it now. Is you expect it to be some kind of really like it's like an attack? It's mm. like violent. Like it's, it's negative, be it's a malevolent yeah. force for sure. But then at some point, like it became clear to me before the end that this was the time capsule thing that they wanted to do, which I'm sure it was meant to. So I was like, oh. And then when they brought the box, I'm like, yes, it's his flute. And it was. And I was like, yes. So I don't know. I just really loved it. I thought it was really sweet. I thought that was a really nice way to, like you said, like it's like you can see Tudonk Amun's coffin and like oh you can read about how oh yeah they mummified their cats too well sucks to be a cat I guess um but then you still don't really know like how was it like how did you go about your day what was yeah. like that what was the they, city like they what never the tell you like they never tell you their toilet habits sure I think they probably peed in poop Ames well where there was no bathroom in that house he did not poop <laughs> He just held it for eight years. Immediately, it was the Nile. No wonder he was so crabby. But yeah, I just liked it. And it was nice to see, like, a kinder, gentler, less, like... Machine gun man. Yeah. Picard. Which I I meant to mention that. The one time Riker has ever said Picard instead of Picard was in... Oh, no, it was in Time's Arrow, not Inner Light. Never mind. I was like, why is he suddenly saying it like Q? Yeah, it's weird. I was like, what just happened? Oh my and god, was Q Riker the whole time? Gasp! There was a Q episode. Would Time's Arrow have been acceptable if it had been Q that was making it happen? He no. was Mark Twain the whole time. If he were Mark Twain the whole time, yes. But it's still, but That's it why her and Guinan don't, him and Guinan had, don't get along. It would have had to be played be by John Delancey, though. I would love to see John Delancey. In that case, yes. Let's make this change. Mark Twain. Let's go back in time using okay. that alien techno, techno babble and make this happen. All right, well, that's never going to happen, so I have a new oh, idea. We never even got which to the part that I thought was stupid about like the uh, the phasing thing. Uh. Like, uh, yeah, let's do the same thing we did last week. But it wasn't even the same because it was like time phasing. Like they were yeah. out of yeah, sync in time. Those phases doesn't make any 
sense. And then, still we could, it. and then we could only listen to Data narrating what was going on, which in theory works, but was just boring. Yeah. Since show we, don't tell. Maybe kind of. Since we keep showing, he's expensive. <laughs> since John Delancey, right? Yeah. We'll probably never actually play Mark Twain. I think what we have to do instead is get him to play Clone. Colonel Sanders oh. for KFC, because that's the closest we're going to get to John Delancey well, as Mark Twain. I wanted to play the Colonel, but as if Q was playing the Colonel. Actually, have you seen a picture of uh, John Delancey lately? Hold on. He looks up. a lot like Mark Twain. Well, no, if you show us a picture of Mark a lot Twain, like the Colonel. I'm going to come across <laughs> the fucking... <laughs> It's <laughs> uh, young, sexy Mark Twain, like our TV series. Uh, that's John Lancey. Delancey, aren't you paying attention? Wow. I was... knew it, you son of a bitch. Oh, man. Oh, you fun. ruined my joke before I could do it. Again. This has been another long season wrap, so they jake us out. Are. I will jake us out. All right, so that's all we have to say about these episodes and about season five Woo! of Star Trek, The Next Thing. So next week on our show the star to steer her by we'll be covering two episodes of star trek season six the next generation what those episodes are realm of fear ah! fear ah! so scary ah! is it like night terror it's like Barkley. Oh, um, oh yay! Broccoli. Fear of broccoli. Fear of social interaction. Um, oh, yeah, lots of those. Followed by Man of the People. I don't know what the appropriate uh, reaction there is. I hear it's bad. Oh, my. So, yeah, either of those episodes I don't think are going to be particularly exciting for us to talk about, but we're oh, going to do it anyway. For you. All for you, audience. All for you, people. In the meantime, while we're struggling to watch these pieces of garbage, you can struggle to listen to our <laughs> podcast <laughs> at SoundCloud and iTunes and other places where podcasts are available. You can also follow us on the internet at Facebook slash, not slash, but, you know, search, start to steer her by on Facebook or on Twitter, SSHB Podcast and Tumblr also SSHB podcast. Yeah, and on Tumblr, these tops and bottom threes oh, yeah. are going to be up That's pretty right. soon, probably. We'll have a published list of our tops yeah. and bottoms. Which Ames writes, so, can, so expect her to give me a lot of So you stick. can look at oh, all our bottoms. Do. I'm polite. Um, <laughs> I only mean to you on the podcast. <laughs> in fact, you can even weigh in and tell us that our bottoms stink. And we encourage you to do that. Well, my like, bottom doesn't yeah. stink. I washed today, Jake. <laughs> I didn't. Ah, that's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I washed in the But I think, and so that's all, that's folks. Fine. Thanks again for listening. We'll be here next week, right here on A Star to Steer Her By. My name is Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. This is always Caitlin. This has sometimes Carl. Yay. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Carl. Thank you. Carl. Carl. Thank you. Thank you. Mark Twain. Fucking Twain. Hang on a second. Listeners will appreciate that Jake is destroying this placemat even more. <laughs> yeah, that's every, every week he takes out a new rod from this placemat. This one fell out on its own. Oh, oh yeah, sure it did. Because I was pulling on it and it came out on its own. 160 so episodes ago, it was a yard long. It's now... Five inches across. That's right. <laughs>